0: Just Paul's rambling plug test Hi, it's going to here with my good friend who host Paul Brown. Hi, rocking.
1: Do you know? Do you know that the devil horn symbol mm-hmm. that I just gave you there? Uh-huh. Do you know? I just recently discovered. You know, every every fucking rocker and whatnot goes like, yeah, cool horns and shit. Uh-huh. You know, that's actually a blessing.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. That's well, actually it's not a it's not a devilish thing or nothing, it's a blessing.
0: Well there you go. Yeah. You learn something new every day. There you go. I did. <laughs> you were here in this episode our review of In Your House Final Four as part of our In Your guest to User series, which feels like God knows how long oh, it lasted an what, episode.
1: Let's do Vince McMahon style. In your house in your Final house.
0: Four In Your House to Man Didn't even have doesn't even have the the In Your House music it doesn't have Vince either this time. Not gonna
1: sing. Not gonna sing tonight. Not gonna sing well, you're singing that now.
0: fucking song again. <laughs> like it doesn't have the in your house theme song. It doesn't have Vince on this show, so it feels Hurrah. weird. It's in your house, but yeah, I mean the Vince not being on commentary that is not exactly a negative uh, for me. Is
1: this is this an early instance of the cl- the second classic lineup of King and Jr?
0: I think this is the first. Pay per view offering with just King and Jr. I always assumed that Survivor Series of the same year was the first time it was just those two, but clearly I was wrong. There you go. Again, I don't think many people really remember the final four pay per view that much. I I have it. Yeah. I have it, and
1: this I believe this would be the last uh, title opportunity that Vader would have. I believe. No. Did he have another? He would have another one.
0: He wasn't meant to have it. You'll have one at a future in your house, but it's only because the person that was meant to have the title shot got injured. Who was meant to have it? was it. meant to be Ahmed Johnston in a Canadian stampede, but Vader had to fill in at a Canadian stampede against mm. The Undertaker. Yeah, well, do you know what? It better if it was Vader. Mm. I, I, I've heard
1: even more stories nowadays about how much of an absolute cunt waffle that Ahmed Johnston is. Mm-hmm. See I had to invent a derogatory term for that dickhead. <laughs> he is a ginormous cunt waffle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's as ridiculous
0: as that description. Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah. Big fat cunt waffle and cunt. <laughs> so you can't just be a cunt waffle. Sometimes you can be a cunt waffle and cunt.
1: Yeah. That's you, Ahmed. Mm. Yeah. And if, if you agree, if you disagree with me, then
0: you're going down. You're
1: Go down.
0: Is that your promo? Your, your pure pish. I mean, he's not also he's also not on the show, which is a good thing. But let's like, let's and there was much rejoicing. But like it goes to the show how little there really was to Ahmed the a podcast I also listened to uh covers Raw, usually from the, from the early to the mid to late nineties. Yeah. Whenever Ahmed Johnson pops up. You sort of like late new gen Yeah proto attitudes. But like the, one of the guys on that, his impression of Emma Johnson, simply whenever he shows up, he just to go, <laughs> <laughs> just, just make a weird, weird, weird grunting noise. That's, That's pretty like, much it. Rrr, Rrr. I've got the finishing move that should seem simple, but somehow I still can't pull it off half the time. I have the power River plunge, prunge, but every
1: time I do it, I potentially paralyse my opponent. I have it. you seen what I did to Davy Boy? I almost killed him. fruit tried to beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> Froot. Farouk did beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. And everyone stood behind the gorilla position and pointed and laughed and went, Yeah, dick. <laughs> but after after Farouk dealt with him, he was never seen again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he was a cunt waffle.
0: Well, but well, well, us first mention that, you're hearing this after we released the episode, Our client Gets Capade, about the Christmas Carol starring, Yes, we have a unique experience, and i say that is, Yes, we've definitely recorded that first one. Definitely not recording. He's out of order. No, 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 no. I and mean, This is probably coming out after Christmas. So, but do, do you know something? Mm-hmm. Your statement is not is not
1: false, mm. because quite frankly, and I may be biased mm. here. Anything Kelsey Grammar does is gold, mm. because he is the grammar. Yes, he is the grammar. He is the grammar, and he will be obeyed. <laughs> Obey the grammar. <laughs> <laughs> But, obey, control
0: grammar <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but so you're, there's actually a chance you're hearing it's after Christmas maybe we coming up on New Year if all works out well this could be the last episode of 2023 uh, the last episode of 2022 or maybe if I'm too lazy or too busy with the schedule, maybe this is the first episode of 2023 huzzah and if he's really lazy, let's look at the first episode of
1: 2024
0: and we missed the next year completely out he says, where the fuck did that year go? Well, we were dealing with your drug problem. <laughs> I thought we said we wouldn't talk about that on the air. <laughs> but, Paul, just for, just for shits and giggles, we're hearing, people are hearing this after Christmas. How was your Christmas? What did you do on Christmas Day? I'll bet it was pure
1: gallus, so it was. Oh, yes. Pure gallus. We've <laughs> got a wee bit, wee bit of
0: Scottishness in there for you people. I can't believe you drank that much vodka on Christmas Day. I just cannot believe it. And then you called me at two in the morning. Well, the dog dared me. (laughs) I told you to stop taking orders from the dog. (laughs) I can't believe all I got for Christmas was socks.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the dog dared me, and then she had a few hoffs, I had a few hoffs. You know, it was a mad Christmas.
0: And your dog was showing insults for you to say to my dog through the phone VME. like it was an ugly situation.
1: Come on, I, I, I have phone called you drunk before I talk shit.
0: When did you phone call me drunk? I phone called you drunk once. Huh. I've, I've called you while you were you happened to be drunk, but you were celebrating something at the time. Being drunk? Well, no. Let's just <laughs> go with being drunk. I suppose you around the time of your engagement. You you phoned me, but I was in the middle of something. So then you messaged me that you were engaged. I was in the middle of something. So I didn't phone you until later on. Yeah, but by that point, I, I posted that friend's gif. But then by that point, you were. You were already sitting in the midst of celebrations of your engagement. you were already a bit pissed and then you started having conversations with Brian while I was talking when, to you.
1: When? I I am trying to be a better person nowadays but before my my the time of realisation <laughs> <laughs> before my time of realisation when did I not sound pissed?
0: Yeah, that's a good question.
1: Yeah. But like the time of a great realisation <laughs> yes. Realisation that it is not wise to be pissed twenty four hours a day.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, some people just don't agree with that. Hmm.
2: But
1: anyway, my alcohol, my alcoholism, just didn't agree with some people.
0: But we'll have more t- proper talk about Christmas and New Year. Why else, we indulge in a little alcoholism. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. We'll talk more about Christmas and New Year in the next episode when we're, when we're together and discussing our various holidays. We will. And
1: I I may be stepping a bit ahead of myself here, but I am reasonably sure like your good self mm-hmm. and my good self will have a fantabulous Christmas yes. and New Year and a festive fun period. Yes. Because there will be gifts, there will be chocolate, <laughs> my mother is making a trifle mm. for christmas and she's doing it with the, with the lady fingers mm-hmm. and all she she used to make when i was a little kid mm-hmm. she used to make trifles all the time <laughs> and they were awesome and she's putting her putting herself back in the back in a trifle mm-hmm. sort of making game she's yeah. going to have a go making a christmas trifle and i do you know i really really hope and this is going to sound really childish I really, really, really hope I get to help. <laughs> because I always liked helping making the trifle. It was fun. Um, am I a big child? Yes, I'm a bit of a mother's boy. Yeah, that's not yes. a bad thing. But damn it, I, I, I like Christmas. I love my mother. I love making trifle.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: fun. I mean, we've talked in
0: the past about how
1: much I enjoy Christmas it,
2: things
0: with my mother.
1: Plus, mm-hmm. sorry cutting on you, plus, whenever we made trifle, if there was ever any spare, you know, like fruit or ladyfingers or anything, who got it? I got it, cause I helped. I mean, and I, I know I'm almost forty, but God damn it, if I help, I want to get the extras.
0: I mean, you you won't hear this. You'll be hearing this after Christmas, but you know you have a week until we have our reunion episode. So, in the new year, so please your best now. Was there was there actually chocolate and ladyfingers in Paul's Christmas? As it will be revealed in 2023, it will be there has to be.
2: Will...
0: We'll find Don't out in the new year. there's no trifle. We'll find out in the new year if there was trifle. You can tell everybody if there was trifle. First, the first
1: recording of the new year if there was trifle, I'll just make a I'll make a shouting call and just say
0: trifle. <laughs> so, like, I, I get what you're saying about and you know, stuff. You we know, like i talked about. We talked about it a couple weeks ago some of the things like that you know, I like doing my mother. I thought one yeah. thing I mentioned before like I like making specific cakes during the Yeah, you new make year. cakes with your mother. Ma- like, yeah.
1: Doesn't your mother cookies and things too?
0: No, no, no specifically cakes. it with cakes, with cakes. We call them snow cakes because they're right icing and something. We put coconut on them.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But we mentioned that awesome. in the
0: past. I remember, one, I remember in the past, like, some people like licking the bowl with the batter. I've never gotten that, but something I did like doing is Whenever we find the icing there's there was any icing in the bowl, I was running my finger around it, the yeah, icing was for me. Yeah. Just that pure sugar icing, like, hmm, I can just, it tastes like, hmm, I can taste my teeth rotting as we speak. Yeah, that was always fun. Just rubbing, rubbing that pure sugar, like, hmm, tastes like diabetes. See, I, n- I never did the,
1: the scooping your finger around the bowl thing. I was always a more feral child than that. I usually just stuck my face in the bowl and let the bowl clean. Well, I was not raised <laughs> in the woods. Neither was I. Sure about that? That's what makes me very interesting. So hmm. well, what's it? What where's the fun you just don't stick your face in the bowl and go ah? icing, It's hmm. awesome. <laughs> or if you will, if you're making a different cake, ah, bowl full of chocolatey residue. Cool. There's that, yeah. You know. Or or if if your mom was making jelly or something, and she maybe like had two or three packets and she was making a big jelly. Hmm. If you gave her, like, like if you gave your molly eyes, a, she might give you one or two bits of the jelly before she put it through the thing. Mm. And you'd be like, awesome, jelly cubes, cool. That was, like, the first sort of jelly sweetie I've ever experienced was a cube of jelly when mm. my mum was making jelly.
0: And see, there was me thinking we wouldn't have anything to ramble about before we got to the actual show itself. Yeah, uh, you thought wrong. <laughs> yes, I was silly, of me. Well, yes, In Your House, Final Four. It is the 13th In Your House show that they've ever done. The 13th. it's the 13th. 13th. Shall we Shall we talk to the show? Because there is much to talk about, not just on the show, but around this show as we build the rest all, of 13. All, all around. All around the, the show. show. Yeah, the
1: build to Mania 13, where, quite frankly, at that particular pay-per-view, a certain Canadian bitch and Stone Cold Steve Austin would probably have their other than the Survivor Series 96 match. Because <laughs> in my opinion, the best two matches between my, uh, Hart and Austin, Survivor
0: Series 96, Mania 13. Well, they didn't have many <laughs> other matches. They had one other match, I think. Well, they had white. that street fight. On Raw. Oh, yes. Remember when, they have, they have, when Stone Cold but, fucked up his leg? Hmm. They also had a match at Cold Day in Hell as well. Oh, no, not Cold in the Hell. Revenge of the Taker. That's the mm, one, Revenge of mm. the Taker.
1: Who won that one?
0: Don't know, Canadian. I don't know. Won it or did? I think Austin. Might, win. I think Austin might have won it. Yeah. But then again, I think Brett won the other two, the more famous two matches. No, and Austin won this one. Because I, I think the Cold Day in Hell was called that because it was going to be Austin Taker, so Austin had to win this then they go to fight Taker.
1: Technically, actually, nobody really won thirteen. Because hmm. well, well, Cold well, Stone Cold didn't tap. But Brett was declared the winner. No, but he never really won because, we'll because you know he tried to be a dick. Then Shamrock went and told him what for. You know when Shamrock didn't he look like an Andy, angry granda? <laughs> because that's what he looks like now. He looks like an angry granda. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't even properly leave Impact Wrestling. He just came kind of was there one day,
0: and then he wasn't there. Yeah. they put him in a cupboard. And just left him there. Like, just. Oh, Gene, go on gone earlier. Go like Weezy and Toy Story Two, they put him up on the shelf and forgot about him. Mm.
1: The one thing I'm looking forward to and discussing in this episode, I mean, there's, there's many high points in mm-hmm. this pay per view. Mm-hmm. There's also like half of the main event being taken up by the Undertaker's entrance, as was the t- style at the time. It was the style that uh... I skipped through that. <laughs> Every every I, I always feel like such an asshole. Undertaker with
0: little teardrop tattoos. Yeah, well.
1: But I swear to god, I, I always feel like such an asshole when everyone's saying, Oh, Taker's entrance, so epic. Oh and I was like Anytime Undertaker's entrance is I see myself looking at my watch. I was huh. like, For fuck's sake, I could I could go and fucking I could go to the pub and come back and they'd still be coming to the fucking ring. Hmm. And I never liked that, you know? Hmm. Listen, I liked original Undertaker entrance. Mm-hmm. Biker Taker Big Evil. Mm. But this whole oh, uh, you No know, I I timed it once. Mm. Do you know and the time it takes him to get through the fucking entrance curtain, to actually get in the ring and get his fucking jacket off. I could roll three cigarettes. And smoke, probably smoked two of them hmm. before he's actually ready to go. Okay,
2: well.
1: I, n- I never thought it epic. I just found it time-consuming. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, I think I'll talk about the stuff that was around this show before I get to the show itself. The show itself took place on the 16th of February, 1997, but 1st me to talk about the 13th of February. At least it was aired on the 13th of February. Yeah. Oh, pro- well, I think it was a live one, actually, because they only did this one episode in that venue. It was a special... Thursday episode of Raw. Thursday Raw. Mm. Thursday, case you forgot which day it was on. Thursday Raw. Thursday. It reminds me of that scene in Friends where free, when trying to get Channel to remember Thursday for the audition, he wants them to try and get him. <laughs> Thursday, Wednesday, Thurs, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What day? Thursday. <laughs> so Friday. <laughs> yes. So there's no forgetting what day this Raw was on. It was preempted. I believe this is one of those incidents of the Westminster Dog oh, what day Show. Was so Thursday. Uh-huh. But we think <laughs> One, <laughs> one instance of the Westminster Dog <laughs> Show. Uh, I think they would do that again at some point in two thousand as well, where they'd actually move to a later time slot, not a different day. But Raw or the Dog Show. Raw was moved to a later time slot in two thousand at one one time because ah. of the dog show. And this was moved to day. I believe it was also the dog show. And then the, the, Should the I shake my
1: fist at the dog show bad dogs
0: bad dogs there's also things in the early run of the where there's some things you've been moved but that was because of tennis and then you have Match man appearing in the studio segment with Vincent with, with, with Manfred oh that tennis is nothing but a record anyway ah, do you get it? puns yeah.
1: puns you'll have to give me a moment I need to recover from that
2: hmm
0: I understand I completely understand
1: Uh I, I think I'm going to have to go seek some therapy there I can't, I can't I could not stand McMahon's puns.
0: No, that wasn't McMahon, it was, that was, man, that was oh, fucking I, Macho that oh, said that. I
1: could never stand his bloody puns. I never liked him. See once he turned for a wrestler in the WWF uh-huh. to a colour commentator.
2: Mm. I
0: always
1: thought he was a pain in the ass as a colour commentator. I never I think, liked
0: him. I think he probably hated it as much as Macho hates hated being a commentator. Yeah,
1: I, I was like at that point I was just like at the Vince, I was like thinking in my head, I was mm. like, For fuck's sake, he can wrestle, let him wrestle. Don't um. let him talk. Mm. <laughs> Don't let him fucking talk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's he's only going to sound like gravel and make no sense.
0: Mm. Yes, there's, this, there's the episode of Raw. It was meant to have a match between Psycho Sid and Shawn Michaels for the WWF Championship since contractual rematch. And now I know at one point it was meant to be uh, Sean versus Brett in the main event of WrestleMania 13 with the championship on the line mm. uh, and at some point down the line I, I usually, I had my book I've read from before, where like I read other normal 97 episodes that Titan Screwed book mm. I've read from Titan books before I don't have it with me but I know I remember enough of the story that I can just tell you now so Do enlighten me good sir. And I think part of this part of the thing that Titan mentioned that Brett's recollection of talking to Sean about the May 13 match is also taken from Brett's book which I'm reading, I've not gone to that bit so, yet. So what you mean is it's taken from Brett's perspective. Well no, it's, it's Brett we're recalling the, the conversation. But anyway. But like I've not even got to that bit in Brett's book. But I'm out Brett's book at time recording. I've got to the bit where I just had the the Summerslam match with Davey. Yeah. And the quote which Brett <laughs> loves to like of repeating and doing his best Davey Boy Bridge Brett, I'm fucked. I'm focused, I am focused i can not remember anything. But uh Brett talked about he had a meeting with Vince. He talked. They talked to me like, "What, is it? what I, now?" I'm sorry to cut in, but I loved that match. Yes, I know. But the whole point is that nobody realised that at the time that he was helping David because David forgot everything he was doing. Yeah, David do. was not writing that much, but that was his own damage. Yes, that was. he had been smoking drugs with uh, with, with Anvil all summer. Is that what he'd been doing? Smoking crack all summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, silly, silly man. Brett talks about it in the book as well. Like being very disappointed, he said, I didn't get. He wanted to chat to him before he got to England. He'd already taken off, and he'd already been driven to the airport by Anvil. Who so Anvil then told Brett what they'd been doing, and then Brett didn't actually get talked to, talk to Davy. Was Brett and, angry at Anvil? Well, he was angry at Anvil, but I think he was more angry at Davey. I think he went out and told Vince when he heard about London as a as a location. Where he, Brett then suggested, "Well, why don't you put me with Davy and have Davy win the title?" So like I suggested, you win the title in the main event of this show, and then. You're not even prepared. You're really doing crack and mm. all that. I mean, I do. I do criticize Brett a lot, but you can never criticize a man's professionalism. Mm. Ever. He, he said there was like the night before. <laughs> everyone got a brief time in the ring to do like some rehearsals and go over their spots. He said when he when he Davy got in the ring, they, uh that's the first time he got he'd gotten to see Davy in ages, so mm. he could go over the match. And it's the same that David forgot everything because apparently the night before Brett went so much in detail that he'd say he'd tell <sighs> David a bunch of spots they were doing it and get him to recall them back to him just, just to so, make sure that they were going in. So Brett knew it was he was good. Aye. Aye. And then immediately they did a they go a few spots, David gets him in a headlock and whispers to Brett, Brett, I'm fucked, I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is no anyway, Brett. Yeah, said, this is this is not about Brett's professionalism and Davy's lack. of... I believe this is this meeting precedes the Rumble where Brett was to Titan Towers. He's already re-signed a deal. I think this is that wanted ten-year deal that went Oh yeah, went it was on a, a twenty-year deal actually. Oh yeah, twenty-year twenty-year deal. But like so, then and then they tell him that and then. Brett runs into Sean the very seems very cordial. Oh, hello, hello. Not is,
1: seen it, is this the story where he says to Sean, like, look, look no nah hard feelings, I'm happy. I'll... No. So
0: no, this is li- that so let's this on. the
1: one, well, I'll, I'm glad you'll do that for me, but I'm not doing that for you.
0: No, it's basically a cordial because I don't think they've seen each other legitimately in a while and they were just chatting and chatting and like, oh, I don't mean when tells me oh, you and I, he basically tells them that Brett so apparently according to Vince is his line like me you and me for the tail. But Del's, I believe Brett also, says he also did mention you will beat me again down the line. But he said that he, no- he saw a noticeable change in Sean's demeanour mm. the minute he told him he would lose to Bright Mania. But, like, it seems weird that Sean really, like, the ultimate goal is for you to come out on top of this series like... Yeah. But it seems weird, we were joking about it before, like, the case of, like, Sean's attitude is, I like the parts where I win.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't necessarily like the parts where you
1: win. It's kind of weird, too, because a lot of people, like, I've watched a lot of wrestling, you know, like, shoot interviews, mm. documentaries, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people always—I mean, a lot of people are negatory on Sean in this time period, quite obviously, because mm-hmm. of his attitude, you know. But no one ever seemed to doubt the man's professionalism. Yeah. We said a lot of the time that was a, in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. is Achilles' heel, which is mm-hmm. why a lot of things why he was such a cunt because Aye. he never wanted to look bad in a match, so he was like, Aye. wrestle good. Aye. So, if he was so, if he was so adamant about mm-hmm. professionalism. Went to act so
0: unprofessional hmm. seems a little odd, I know. You know, So, and so that happened, and then at one point, the plan is then Vince says, Like, we're oh, gonna have you guys favorite smithing, but not for the belt. I which Bert was a bit like, "Ah, oh, all right, then, <laughs> all right, fine, whatever. you so like, You watch, and I've again, a big thank you. Know, I mentioned a lot of some <coughs> stuff I'll mention about the Raws is thanks to this guy because of his views on YouTube. Wrestling bios and his "We Live the War" show. Yeah, yeah, It's a really good resource for watching back. Oh, I, at this I, time I watch that quite a bit. I like that guy. Awesome. It really, it really is. He's really awesome. So, uh, he, he, Irish guy, right? Yeah, yeah, Northern, yeah. Northern Ireland, I believe. But you've, I, do, I don't differentiate. Just yeah. Irish grunt. Yeah. <laughs> a good, I sense. say that in the nicest in way. A, yeah, I know, but it caught yeah. me off guard. But like, E. points there is basically like, even before the Rumble, but like you can clearly tell, like even though some people say, "Oh, we weren't going to do," show and it may like. It clearly, looks like you're gonna, whether it's for the belt or not. See, <laughs> so, you say that, clearly looks like you're gonna. Like, also, between the Murnball and main, and uh, this pay per view, I believe it was early, the first show in February of '97 was the first ever two hour episode of Raw. Because Vince was convinced, oh, the reason Nitro's being this is because they got that extra hour on us. It wasn't.
1: It's because your show sucked. <laughs> and now you're giving us an extra hour of suckage. Like hey, that sounds not right, <laughs> not right at all. Depends the context. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, good God! You made it worse, Scott. You made it worse. <laughs> <What? laughs>
0: <What? laughs> Why did you
1: make it worse?
0: I don't know. <laughs> See, I thought about it. I follow up joke, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, no, no, you'll, you'll off, get us. You'll get cancelled. I'll say it off here. Oh, cool. Hold it. Only you have to be haunted by yeah. it. I'm never haunted by anything. We'll see about that. Uh, what was it? Yes, so they've, worked, they've gone two hours and they'll, they'll do this thing weirdly before and after we got after WrestleMania or they, they shoot Raw in weird locations like they do. They shoot on tour after WrestleMania like some shows from Germany which was where the European title yeah. is good. And also they show some shows from Africa or Kuwait. Yeah. There's an episode. Um, I, I, I hate to, you know, <laughs> you know,
1: play my own trumpet here, you know, but with my... Vast and complete collection uh, of the best of Raw. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of those matches to hand. Good for you. I have a very interesting, actually, since I am on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're while you're taking us on a tangent, you might as well mention. Well, I am taking us on a tangent, I have one which has a very interesting yeah. match, a title defence by Psycho Sid mm-hmm. against mankind. Interesting. Which happened in, I believe, and do not quote me on this because I have not watched the tape in a while. For obvious reasons my machine's fucked <laughs> i believe that particular match was in germany there you go i believe so there you go. and since since i am now my my can is now bereft of liquid i need another can
0: i will pass you another there you awesome.
1: go awesome hey I- strong
0: bow dark fruit you'll love it i i I, uh, I said I would wait for you to have your next now before I open mine. I, 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 I reneged yeah, on that promise. you reneged, I know. You've, you've got a problem, Scott. Beep, <laughs> really be. <do>. be. Ah. <laughs> ah. Anyway. Right, but the point is, there was an episode filmed in the Toronto Skydome Dome from a sh- live event they did there. They filmed some stuff with that. And there's a thing between Sean and Brett where there's a bit of a scuffle. They as be able to chase some heels away. Brett picks up the belt and goes down to Sean. and which way, Sean reaches over Brett just drops down in front with it like, Fucking see you soon. I'll be taking that belt from you, boy. Yeah. Uh, and so then, I think they then changed around, oh, we're going to, because Vince had uh, gotten his idea, I want to do Sid versus Undertaker. Because apparently before he did the Hogan yeah. match, I uh, mean, Vince apparently wanted to do Sid Taker back at WrestleMania 8 as well. That would have been cool. Then. <laughs> so. Sid, Sid Justice. Mm-hmm. When, Said
1: justice against the Undertaker. So then
0: says, "Fuck it, we'll have Vince, we'll have give we'll Sid back the belt. Have that match with him. Just have you guys in a grudge match." And then, Shippert was like, that "Odd, why are we doing this again?" The whole thing was you t- he took the belt for me, and me and twelve. Why does it make sense for me to fight him without the belt? And at one point, Vince tried to appease him, and goes, "What well, if we ever you beat him in after the match, you get to cut his hair?" And like, why do I fuck do I why do I give a fuck about Shawn Michaels' hair? And if I was Shawn, yeah. and Vince suggested that. I would have quit. I think John would have a, a more of an issue about his hair being cut than losing the belt. Yeah, fucking fuck off. Yeah. I, I feel him on that one.
1: If, I, mean, I, if fair- I was a pro wrestler and my boss was like, hey, we're going to cut your hair, and I'd be like, hey, you can go fuck yourself. I'm yeah. quitting.
0: So it's the same guy who came out of Survivor Series 02 with a fucking bob or whatever. Let's what not that.
1: speak of that. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not ever, ever, ever speak of that. Whenever we discuss Survivor Series 02, we are going to... We are going to forget that.
0: So basically, there was no build-up to it. <sighs> there was no build-up. One week, Sean's there. Fine. Talking about how people don't like my attitude. Sometimes you need to be bad to get by and be on top in this business. The very next week, Thursday, Thursday opens with Vince Man saying, tonight, sadly, Sean Michaels will be here to relinquish the WWF Championship. It just comes out of nowhere. And also, Sid Fights don't that show as well I I don't know, I can't remember who wins. I think cause it was a couple between team Brett and it's on. then Brett comes out and causes some shenanigans and that. Well, so I don't think there was a clear one At that
1: particular point, mm-hmm. who, was, who was higher up at
0: that point, I believe at that point Thanks. it was Sid. It probably would have been Sid, yeah, because he was going to get the belt back. Uh, and then, also at one point, I think they built them up again after having happened with Shaw, they built him as a threat. And this A few weeks ago on Raw, uh, Vader got a cleanish win over Bret Hart, which was treated as an upset. And then, well not an upset, but like we saw like, my god, like, Vader, can you can't believe how dominant Vader was over the yeah. former champion in Bret Hart? And can't, then,
1: can't believe how dominant that guy was, who you initially brought in and made look really dominant, until Sean had to work with him.
0: Basically, Bret then got revenge by beating Vader later on in the main event of, of that <laughs> Thursday World Thursday. It was mainly because of Austin, Austin was in the crowd shouting encouragement to Vader to beat up Bret and say, go to yeah. the top rope and hit your mince but he took too long and moved, and then Bret got the win from that. And there was a bit where go- the clothing shoppers, they were on Thursdays, <laughs> take Austin on a balcony, wanting to climb down from the balcony in the venue and going, like, Let me at him, let me at him. And yeah. By the same venue, what's fine enough that Sean loses crappy his smile. The dude it? Yes, pretty let much.
1: Me, let me at him, let me out! him.
0: The same venue that they do this Sean losing his smile is the same venue they come back to in December with the hey, sword. Ah! <laughs> <And> go- <laughs> <laughs> This is the
1: greatest moment of my life! This is a great moment since my kids were. Oh, I don't have any kids, but. That ah! well, I know of. Ah. <laughs> that was a fucking great match. Anyway. For the
0: lauded European title at the time. So then Sean comes out and, he's like, it's all sad. He, he showed a full promo on this show, be like, yeah. I've lost many things over the last while, well, and one of them has been my smile. Yes. I don't want, I don't wanna come out and <laughs> half-ass it and all that he's got that stubble, he looks fucked behind the eyes as well.
1: Yeah. Looks
0: look good all that stubble <laughs> So then also some people had an issue with it way, way does this we hands the belt, he just turns the girl monster and goes, Here you go. Here's your belt <laughs> Like yeah. You mean the belt that you keep you get fucking politicking for, Sean? Yeah. like I politicked
1: for it until he had to drop it to the Canadian boy. Mm. And then he won so... Well, well he politicked <laughs> so
0: he couldn't, so he didn't Yeah, politics.
1: so he didn't have to drop it, he politics. so he didn't have to lose, lose it.
0: Didn't have, so he didn't have to lose it to Sid as well.
2: Yeah, which
1: is, and just, I I don't get that, because yeah. any time I've watched shoot interviews with Sid,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he always speaks highly of Sean. Maybe he didn't know that that was... What, Like I say, like, one of the most glaring (laughs) sentences I remember hearing on a Sid Shooter interview was, like, he was describing the difference between fighting Sean and fighting Brett, and he would say, like, fighting Brett was like pulling teeth, Mm. but fighting Sean, Sean always made you look good.
0: So, Sean does the whole promo, and, like, so the story goes, Sean did have a bad knee, but they portrayed this... As a career-ending... Like he said, he even, s- he even said the phrase I think we may be past knee reconstruction can- surgery at this point. But you're stunning up. Aye. You're walking about. Aye. You don't look crutches. that bad. You'd be in crutches if this was the case. You'd look like Brett did
1: mm. when he was in that bloody chair and you mm. kicked him out <laughs> And that, I've got to say, that didn't look like a, a mm. wrestling kick. Mm. That was a... That was at the height of their pettiness, wasn't it? Yes. When... And do you know why I, I, and this is my strong opinion, uh-huh. why I believe that was a legit super kick? It's the look on Sean's face before he delivers it. Mm-hmm. I've never, you know how you said in that promo he's cutting in this uh-huh. show? Uh-huh. He looks no right behind uh-huh. the eyes, he looks like he's maybe a wee bit influenced chemically. Uh-huh. On that promo, when he kicked fucking Brett out of the chair. I've never seen that much rage in Michael's eyes. Mm-hmm. He was stalling, like, and then he just
0: went, BAH! I booted the fucker right out of him. And they fucking, they missed that on TV, because, like, apparently it was many a closer I know, it could, and, drawn, and 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 basically, Sean had a cue, and he missed it. So Roger's off the air with Brett just rambling in his wheelchair. Aye, Sean missed the cue cause Brett wouldn't he shut up. No, he's meant to kick him mid sentence, that was the whole point. Brett keeps talking until Sean has enough, and in mid sentence kicks him and he tumbles over. Mm. But, but Sean forgot when his cue was and he just started with him and then just fucking kicked him. Whereas I'm assuming Brett was there like, I'm, I'm talking, running out of things to say here, kick me in the face, you dumb fuck. And then he most certainly did kick him in the face. He kicked
1: him good and hard. Hmm. Kicked and good looking
0: <laughs> But then So obviously Sean goes away Obviously there's people who don't like Sean So obviously they're like This is bullshit this
1: People, people didn't like Sean then? No yeah, I, <laughs> Who could have thought? Why? Why would, you, why would you dislike that Drugged up little prima donna?
0: Ironically this was a chance for him to go away Maybe go off TV, maybe get himself started out But no, if anything he comes back He's worse than before He's more of a cunt if we were me at thirteen, he, he he does a big entrance, he dances about, gets on the top rope and does a backflip of me at thirteen, and like, Huh, oh, there's that knee working out for you, Sean. Yeah, totally. He's he d-
1: like he's like, fuck it, I don't care. And <laughs> that was the thing about Sean in that time period, like, you know that whole love to hate thing because mm-hmm. I, I I thought he was an asshole, but he was a, he was very easy on the eyes, man. Mm-hmm. Very easy on the eyes. Not so much nowadays. No. He look
0: he looks he looks a lot like he could have been Trevor from GTA. That, that same podcast I was talking about that talks about it, they, they were joking about the Shawn Michaels uh, Playgirl thing, and they are talking about, like, yeah. apparently like, he keeps himself, like, he's not good or in the face, but apparently he keeps himself in really good shape because of his training and everything, but, like, they were saying, like, oh, apparently Playgirl reached out to him a couple of years ago but doing, like, an anniversary thing, and, like, one of them goes, oh, I'm glad he didn't do that, because, Shawn, I'm much I like you, you rage like milk. Aye, aye. But, no, when he does he's East Playgirl thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 tell, I liked it. they tell a story on that podcast about? And it's got it's from called a Holly. It's a classic Raw review, and they say basically Sean did it thinking, well, men read play, play boy, so well, we play playboy, so women must read playgirl and then they're and they're like, hmm, there's a lot of guy bald guys in leather around here. Mm. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, basically like, aye, women will see me with my tap off Like, what do you mean, gay men read a magazine about men with their taps off? In bits of Aye, well. Some someone who that concept's been foreign to Sean Michaels, but a it, sheltered upbringing he must have led. That was false. I was he's not seen any bits.
1: i have only see a belt. <laughs> I, f- I felt I felt stiffed on that one. Not pardon the pun. <laughs> 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 so, so, yes.
0: Well well hmm. in a good way and a bad way, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> so Sean <anyway. So, laughs> give, gives out the verse of the nose, the final four match will be for the title and then the next night on Raw it will be Psycho Sid versus the winner of the final four. Because well, originally it was going to be Sean v Sid and <coughs> Thursday Raw Thursday. And then it was going to be the winner of the final four match versus the Dourier Champion at WrestleMania. Yeah. And now it's for the title. Let's go to the event itself. Now. Let's do it. Let's oh, wait, oh, actually, sorry. I must mention that at Thursday Raw Thursday, the match opens. And allegedly it's because they thought, oh, well, people will be sad that Sean's had to leave or... He- and there are some women He's lost his smile now. There there are some women who were upset. Were they really upset or were they plants? I don't know. That's up to you. If they were women of that time period and I'm not saying about the
1: women, I'm saying about the women fans that liked Sean. Yeah. I doubt they were plants. I mean one of them is dressed as him, but so I yeah. mean don't don't you remember the only people that were cheering him at Survivor's Series ninety yeah. six? Men weren't cheering him, but the women were screaming for him. So and I, I uh, despite the fact, I love the fact that Sid won that match,
0: Sean great when he came out for that match. So, we thought, oh, needs need something to boost fan morale. What are we going to do? That's what I go, I know what we're going to do. i will have young upstart Rocky Maivia win the Intercontinental Championship. Well, that was a good decision. You get Rocky Maivia won, and there were some boos. Yeah. They yeah,
1: but he ran out into the crowd for the only bit of the, the only section of the crowd that seemed to like him.
0: And they, they don't, they're not they're exactly against him that much when we talk about later on. But I think it's when really about a third team we get the proper "fuck you, die, Rocky, die" yeah, kind uh, of. Yeah. T- was that
1: when he was defending said belt against the Sultan?
0: Yes, yes. He's against Chicago, so the Sultan. Those are doing to be a <laughs> Also, a week after this on Nitro, a week after this show. On Nitro, we have a character called Prince Iakaea, who was kind of the Samoan character. He wrestled barefoot. He beat Steve Regal for the TV Championship. And a lot of people thought, looked at the way he was portrayed as a case of. I believe it was Samoan, he might have been. Something else. I think so. A little me on that. But uh, he. A lot of people realised this was WCW's attempt to copy the Rocky Maiavia thing. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure that I I... I Iakea fights William Regal at a pay review in the spring. I think he may have been Spring Stampede. He may lose it back to him. and then The next big thing he does after this, and this is one of the, instance, well, a lot of people call this one of Vince Russell's better decisions in WCW where he takes that character where he's a parody of Prince where he becomes the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea yeah. or just simply The Artist. And he either we've won as Cruiserweight Champion in 2000 and he also gets a magical Peasley, who portrayed by Charmelle picker real-life wife. Oh. So there you go. You had, had a brief food with Chris Candido who if you saw how many roids he was on at that point you're thinking you're not a fucking cruiserweight mate. Chris Candido? Yes, he was. You see him in 2000. Some of the matches he had with Chris, like, you look at him like, are you fuck under the cruiserweight weight limit, mate? Was he as natural as Hulk? Well, not not that not that unnatural, but he clearly he packed on a wee bit and maybe not by the natural means. Yeah, he he didn't have a big enough vit- vitamin bag. Mm-mm. Yeah, he didn't say enough prayers. To a drug man. You no, know, the man with all the drugs at the time in the WF was shagging his misses. That was ship makers.
1: Aye, aye, aye. That was, you know, that was never mere. Obviously, it like one night only. Mm. And also, Sean getting interviewed by Sonny, <laughs> obviously, and
0: quite clearly, in my opinion, you know at his tits. Aye. And then she also shagged Bulldog as well. Uh, shagged him too. Also, there's a lot of stories of Sean shagging Sunny in like closets at arenas with like Six or Sean Waltman watching The Door. or Actually, no, Sean Waltman wouldn't have been there. No. But I don't know. if it, Somebody, associated with the would have clicked, was watching The Door for Sean. And it wasn't Triple H. Was it Alderman Toya? Maybe. I don't know. Somebody was
1: watching The Door for Sean. Oh, if somebody's going to watch The Door, it has to be the Portuguese Man of War. Yes. With the job strap on his face.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
1: let's go back. To, let's get to the show finally. Let's
0: do. Let's do. So February 16, 1997, the UTC Centre. UTC Arena, sorry, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Is
1: that particular arena still with us, or it, is it? It is, supported. but it's not called
0: the UTC. Uh, it opened in 1982, but it was renamed the McKenzie Arena in the year 2000. Has it been used in wrestling in any modern sense? Not that, not that I can recall. It, it's a fairly. It seems like there's a sizable crowd that can fit in there, but I don't recall any shows in this type of venue before. Maybe the setup was different. but, Maybe. There, but there were six thousand three hundred and nineteen people in this venue. Which has about a bit of max capacity over around 10,900.
1: So still reasonably underfilled. Still yeah. reasonably underfilled.
0: I mean, yeah, so, I think around about this time period, though, I,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I believe that the WWF had a bit of a problem with that. You know, yeah. actually filling an arena to capacity because yeah. they hadn't quite gotten to that sort of global juggernaut status mm-hmm. they got to.
0: Yeah, they were really, kind of like, there were live events, like, they, they stopped doing a 95 E shows and B shows and the live events because the literally was not the talent roster. Yeah, there was not the people there to do it. And they weren't drawing enough people. They were like, in 96, they were in the bit the time they did the curtain call. That curtain call show was like the second consecutive sellout at Madison Square Garden, which was treated as a big deal at the time. Yeah. Because it had been a while since they've been able to properly sell at MSG. Whereas in the heyday, they would sell that out on a minute's notice. Yeah. So there was, and also, even though it's prevailed as a really shit pay view, end They'd have like an NWO theme pay per called Sold Out. Yeah. So NWO is still at its peak at this point. So WCW is still riding that popularity wave. Yeah. And still so riding bad. that
1: wave of heel Hogan.
0: Yeah. You've also got a buy rate of one hundred twenty thousand for, for show. this for the show. Is that, was
1: that good for the <laughs> time period?
0: I mean, it's over the hundred twenty thousand, but for a B show, it's probably okay. But I'm sure it's lower than what they would have wanted. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Uh, so as I mentioned, also we had the Thursday Raw Thursday stuff. It was a dark match, not even a free all match, it was on the, it was a dark match we I mean, was technically happening during the free for all but they were showing promos and then there was a shot as they panned over the arena, like, Look at the crowd, look at the crowd, there's a match in there. Ignore the ignore the match. So it was technically briefly showing an overhead shot, but it was really for the live crowd. A match where the Godwins would defeat the headbangers in eleven minutes twenty four. The Godwins actually made their debut on Raw officially the week before. Yeah. They actually have an appearance before, but not as as the flying nuns on the first ever episode of uh, Shotgun Saturday Night. The were just nuns and they were... Wasn't they, that the headbangers? Yes, I'm yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, they, they were managed by Brother Love. I, I got, remember that. I think they got battered on that show. Can't remember who their opponents were. We did. I watched it. The Raw after this, they actually fight uh, young Matt and Jeff Hardy and absolutely beat the piss out of them. But the head headbangers, Yes. Did? Good old. The, Matt nearly gets his neck broken when when the you know, they, they drop him across the top rope. He doesn't quite get it, but then he hits his head really na- nasty, looking on the middle rope. The mm. bit uh, the said JR and King are, are your commentary team, and the video package is basically done. But what does it mean to be the World Wrestling Federation champion? For Shawn Michaels, it meant the culmination of a boyhood dream, and all that news. But unfortunately, a cruel twist of fate is. Aye, he had to fight Brett And then it shows The the, the, other, the other players like These men Driven by the Driven by the desire To be champion And then it shows Undertaker down that Ref at the rumble And Brett going <laughs> an, Getting angry He said that whole I've been screwed by Shawn show I quit And all that So like these men Some of these men Are not the role models They once were To be fair though I know Undertaker's a fan favourite At this point But if an undead mortician Is your role model <laughs> You've got some fucking issues like the so big, so big, dramatic. Sometimes black and white, sometimes in color. Video package and then it goes And now, Western, Western Union, the fastest way to transfer money presents in your house. Final four. There was no much. the, 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 the unit did in the free for all. It's basically just everybody in the free for all gets a promo. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And then, can I just talk about the setup in this mirror? Yeah. It looks shit.
1: It does look pretty cheap, doesn't it?
0: The set is literally the kind of we. Arch, metal arch with lights that they used for fucking superstars at that point. Yeah, and then it doesn't matter the wee, <laughs> weird place they put it in the corner, which means you get that, and then you pan a little bit, just a big on the wall. Right, just a big black curtain.
1: Yeah, I liked. I must say that I liked that arch. I'm okay. like, if it wasn't for the fact that arch was within a such a horridly gay setup,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because I like I liked that sort of thing. Like you see when they started doing raw proper. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that like metal arch type shit and hard edge stuff. Yeah. It looked cool, but in this
0: sort of later new gen Mm -hmm. setting, it was kind of wanky. I think maybe the part of the reason that this show maybe didn't get a few more people or maybe get over 100, 120,000 buys is because other than the final four, they really didn't promote any other matches. No, not really. This
1: show. I must say, right off the top, one thing I did notice in watching this pay per view was. Uh quite frankly, it seemed to go so quickly.
0: Oh yeah, it's an hour and 43 minutes in yeah, total. Yeah, it's
1: just for a pay-per-view, I mean, I know it's an in your house, yeah. but still, come on, This what would you say this was the 13th? 13th, yes. By the 13th one, you'd think you'd have it set better than that.
0: I know, like, go, 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 like, literally, it felt like they suddenly realised, shit, we thought we had the building until 11 we've only gone out till 10. Everyone get out, go, 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 go. Oi. <laughs> uh, and I think this is one of those examples like there are times where you'll have like our match and where the main event has like majority of your big stars mm. but then there are periods of time where <sighs> uh, that won't hinder the show because you've actually got such a breadth of talent yeah but then there there are times like this where there are talent some aren't quite there yet and so the overall the, the, most of the rest of the show kind of suffers by by result uh, as a result and this is one of those examples Case in point, our opening match, it's Mark Merrow versus Lee Cassidy. May I take the lead on this one? Go ahead. May I? Go ahead.
1: Firstly, right, I never liked Mark Merrill. You've made that abundantly clear. I, I mean, I, I have nothing against the guy he was cool, he was, he was an interesting guy, but I just, I never liked him. You know, I just I never got into the hype. Mm-hmm. But then I had I had gone on YouTube and I'd seen a couple of clips of uh-huh. you know,
0: Johnny B. Bad. Mm-hmm. I liked him. Yeah, didn't like the Wild Man. Yeah, well, then liked Johnny B. Bad, and then bought me and thought like, you can't you can't be Johnny B. Bad, so you have to be this. Couldn't it be David B. Bad or oh, Johnny B. Good?
1: Johnny B. Good. Mm-hmm. He could have been Johnny B. Good. Yeah, but no, I mean the whole like I'd seen the Johnny B. Good thing, and then. You see him in the WWF and you're like, oh, wild, man. Mm. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, just... And then it got to this point where I was watching him coming out and I was like, oh, he's bringing that with him. Mm-hmm. You know? L- well. well, Huh? And he comes out to wrestle a guy who, frankly, frankly in my opinion, I think he'd more talent on his ass cheek than Merrill did as a wrestler. You know, I mean, I get it. Merrill could do high flying, blah 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 blah. But it was just such a dullard, man. He was, he was pish. And Leif Cassidy. Like, see, watching this match and hearing the way JR talks about him Aye. throughout. There is not
0: one word of a lie that JR says. Horribly underutilized, fantastic guy. JR's real opinions are coming through when he's ever he talks about Leif Cassidy being underrated. And oh, nothing. totally, totally. But I mean, if you watch the match, right, and to. To get through this,
1: right? It's Leaf Cassidy throughout like 90% of this match kicking the living piss at Lissian. Mm-hmm. And what eventually saves it for him? And you can go into more detail once I've ranted a little on this, right? No, sure, go ahead. But, fucking, what saves it for him after getting his ass kicked for the most of the match? Lighting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: pushing the rope for him. Yeah. And then acting as a distraction. Mm. And then he gets a Pissy wee Simone drop and not even a good Simone no, drop, no. it was a shite Simone drop. And then he footers up onto the turnbuckle to get his, his wild thing. Leaf Cassidy, go, after kicking the living shite at him for the whole match, goes down with a fucking Simone drop and a wild thing. I mean, what in
0: the, the, wild, fuck? I mean the wild thing, fair enough. <laughs> I mean it's a shooting star press That's the only fucking interesting move The cunt done the whole match i Like a shooting star press At that point especially Should finish it But yeah this, you, I might agree with you The setup to the shooting star Should be better than it was It was pathetic It wasn't even a proper
1: Samoan drum It's like you just lifted him And fell over like, there, was, there was no That was my reason I disliked Merrill. There mm. was no Well, there's nothing That got you gripped about the guy even when he turned heel and went all boxery, yeah, there was nothing that made you want to like him, you know.
0: But stable's wearing sunglasses, right? Aye. And then one too it, many of them the night before, huh? Eh? There's a bit where she's getting into it with, with bloody Lee Cassie. and basically Lawler uh, through, through his own way, basically implies that if she keeps getting involved, she's gonna need those sunglasses to cover up two black eyes. Aye, aye. And, like. Like, fuck's sake, Jerry! I was like, well, I'd hope you have a wee bit more class than that. Yeah, you know, but well, Jerry was a bellend. Aye, <laughs> aye. That's the, but like, something that really, really doesn't make this feel like a <sighs> like it doesn't even feel like a B show at times. And much like this, it feels like a fucking D show. Yeah, because, so you're just messing out. See? Yeah, because like, an example of that is you do the big in your ears, final four, and usually you have a bit of P V music, like something instrumental, and then. Be boom pyro. You hear Jr. and that talking. Then someone's music plays. So, listen. literally as soon as the Final Four logo moves from the screen, you hear the opening of Heartland's music. Lee Cassidy is already in the yeah. ring. Yeah, Leaf- Lee Cassidy was treated like a fucking jobber Literally, this match and there. This is like there are at least three occasions where someone's already in the ring when, yeah. a-, when a match starts. So. You only have you have, have you got the set from Superstars? You're making it feel like Superstars, yeah. Especially you, in this match. No, you're making you're making what
1: turns out at that time period to be one of your standout pay per views look like a fucking D, mm. fucking shitty. It's like it's like a fucking uh, it's like a high
0: class episode of Vel- Velocity or Heat. Like there's no there's no phrase that automatically tells everybody how unlikely someone is to win a match than the phrase already in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell how joyous, you know, Leaf Cassidy looks about it. He's already standing around going, "I've got to wrestle this dull
0: motherfucker." Like, and it was weird because, like, this is exactly what he was doing last. And yeah, was like literally, he was being the guy to help put over Flash Funk, and now he's in the exact same spot for the guy who's trying to wrestle a similar style than Flash I can, Funk. I can always agree with JR in that regard
1: when he talks about how underutilized Al Snow was, mm-hmm. or if you want to say Leaf Cassidy. I don't even know. What his actual name is, is it Al, is it? His real name Leif? is Al, I think. Right. I don't know where the Leaf Cassidy came from. Well anywho, right? It always get I always think they done him wrong uh-huh. in general because he was I mean, not like when we were talking about the Taz match on the last Yeah well on the Rogue a... Opinions thing we were doing. Yeah. Al Snow, Leaf Cassidy, whatever the fuck you want to call him, that guy can that guy can freaking go, man. Mm-hmm. You know he can go so much, and he he's technically good. He can do a bit of high flying. He's strong. He's interesting. He has no regard. Whereas, mm. the wild man. Well, you know he comes in with his sparklers going, and his wee his wee book
0: tassels and the and the the that walks with him. I mean, they, pay, they were paying him a lot of money. He was. It's argued. It's debated between him and. Pellman because they came in at the same time who got the first guaranteed contract, but what, he, between Merrill and Pellman? Yes, because they both got those, even though Vince said before he would never he wasn't doing those kind of contracts, but he, he got those because he really wanted to get bring those two guys in. I'm assuming because by this point you already knew he was losing Diesel and Razor to those kind of contracts.
1: So replace Diesel and Razor, with Pellman and Merrill. I mean he, I Pillman, can only see fifty percent of that being worthwhile.
0: Pellman would have paid off more so had Pillman not Shortly after seeing got in that car accident, which grew, drastically, he was flying Brian was no longer flying. Let's just say, no flying Brian turned into
1: crazy Gun Brian. Yes, pretty much. And then unfortunately, we lost mm-hmm. the flying one, and that sucked ass.
0: But like at this point, there's a, I read this in Mick Foley's book. I was surprised in his first book that it was a, he was approached to to work Mark Merrow at WrestleMania 13. Yeah, and he said this is the first thing I properly said no to him. But he said it he quite bluntly said like. I'm sorry. I don't have any. Disres- I don't have anything against Mark, I do not want to wrestle him at WrestleMania. Like yeah. he, je- he was like very blunt a bit of like. like let's do- I see the money he's on compared to what I'm making. I should, I should be making what he's making right now.
1: Yeah, I'm not wrestling a guy who's earning more than me and doesn't deserve to be.
0: I'm pretty sure he's not even on WrestleMania 13 because I think that's when he gets his knee injury, which then turns him into boxer, boxer man. Boxer Marky man. Well, because he was a boxer in real life. So yeah, like- the golden gloves guy. Yes. So let's, let's let's talk about the actual match. I'll I'll give you some brief yeah, highlights. For a I second. I do
1: apologize for my, my no, no. brief rant about it, but I just I feel the match is so the only thing I can say positively about the match is that Leaf Cassidy is really fucking good in the match. Yeah. I mean that constant the thing like the, the technical point in it, mm-hmm. that constant drop kicking and targeting of the knee yeah. and the constant like the wrenching, mm-hmm. the constant submission. Like fucking Leaf Cassidy's wrestling like Brett. Yeah. You know, constant targeting of a body part, constant knee attacks, constant submissions. I even hit in figure four at one fucking point. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking that is the thing that made me dislike Meryl a lot. Whoever he was, let whoever he was wrestling did the work. Yeah, that was the issue I had. Mm-hmm. Whoever was fighting him did the work. He took an ass kicking, then lo and behold, he would do some shitty setup. Wild thing.
0: Yeah. Done. So the match in the match commentary are really critical of the, the high flying style, especially for that team that Mark yeah, yeah. like Oh he's going to go, he's gonna get himself hurt and everything. And then Cassidy gets to try to stable at one point which loose Mark Mary had an axe hand off the off the apron and then he gets about the way, he starts getting in his face like Don't you ever go near her again? Like basically foreshadowing his abusive boyfriend, gimmick he'd be saddled with after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you said drop kicks the knee a couple of times then locks in a live submission fucking crazy! by the way they've only seen one match and then a couple of promos for final horror were in the arena so they yeah. you got to see some big stars Literally, the match starts they get a wee bit height, and literally, literally the minute that that submission's locked in I'll, this is a phrase I'm going to use for now they gave it the Bobby Fish Pop mm. which is fuck all Aye, I i noticed that. I, th- I thought of Bobby Fish Do you know honestly? And
1: I'm. I know I'm going off tangent here, yeah. but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh when he had finished up, I
0: wanted to give him a week. I no, no, no. you know. <laughs> you tried, mate. You tried, mate. But you know, I'm not feeling it. I, I, I just said that this match had a, at the boy fish and you know, I ask you as boy fish tried to. Where's the lie? Where's the line? Oh, the Where's lie. The... <laughs> Ay, well, Where's the lie?
1: Come on, Bobby. Bobby, come on, you've you've done enough, son. Come on. Where you go back behind the curtain again, they be scared. <gasps> it's
2: he... like
1: it's like with Meryl. Come on, Meryl. You've done hee haw. What rate have you got to even fucking
0: what are you doing in this ring, Getty? The... So he, t- he tries to feed back but then he gets put back down the mat. Locks... I figure fourth locked in. Mm. Like, I mean, oh, this what, back. In the,
1: what in the hell, man? And I'm sorry, I just, and I'm I'm no ranting. I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, what the hell was Vince thinking? You know, money. No, if he was thinking money, then he should have pushed a guy who could actually fucking wrestle. Mm. You know, and a guy like if Vince had got behind him with his own brand of, ooh, look how
0: I can make a star. If he'd actually worked on Leaf. Mm-hmm. He could have made him big. It? Like Now Vince, who confident Vince sometimes is in his ability to make a star. Do you know how, you know one time there was that PWI 500 list and so somebody had a copy of the 500 list in the meet in the office and so was like, you know what, let me see that list. Whoever number 500 is, I'm going to hire him and I'm going to make him a star just to prove I can make anyone a star. Do you know who number 500 was that particular year? Duke Drosy. That's how Duke Drosy, the dumpster, got his job because he was now number 500 in the PWI 500. And Vince was so common he could make anything with her, he hired him just, just to prove pro. it.
1: How high up the P500 list was Drossi by the time he'd finished his tenure with the WWE? God or fucking knows. Was he
0: minus 500 or something? Who knows? No, was, what, what is it? I mean, I he, own- had, he got a pay-per-view victory over... over by Triple H of the yeah, Roman about frills. to say That's the only thing anyone ever
1: remembers. He won because all of a sudden, the WWE had a video playback role.
2: Yeah,
0: so... Meryl then, then gets their ropes because Sable pushes them towards him while he's in the figure four. Fucking. And so Cathy goes to the outside and Cassidy's eyes are rightfully so. She slaps them in full view of the ref. And also, Sable, here's the tip. If you want to get away from someone, when I mean, you go to run, don't run past them to get away from them mm. because Kathy quickly grabs her and then Meryl launches herself to the outside. Yeah, pathetically. Yeah. That, that was... I mean, I've seen... I've seen...
1: You know, dives dives from the ring through the ropes. Some of them look, like, you know who's really good at that? Personal opinion. Finn. Yeah. Finn Balor's fucking fantastic mm-hmm. at that. Dominic, actually, no. Dom Mysterio, he's yeah. good at that kind of thing. I'm starting to, like, like more than there, I'm starting yeah. to watch Dom, and Dom's trying. Yeah. Dom's doing well. But, oh, Meryl was just so fucking half in that match. So, like, every, everything he did either looked boring or
0: clumsy. So you can clearly see him as he picks them up, and him up, they're chatting to each other. Right, fucking, gets. fucking, cast, he's going, what the fuck are you doing? And so he brings him back in, he, he nudges, he he, he he tries to hit him off the turn, but really, he takes his head goes, eh. he know, off. the top I rope, know, I right? 30 drop, wild thing. uh look, I mean, what was your opinion on some one drop? It looked crazy. Did like you it... know watch it and go, did you know shake your head going That's that That was, was a fucking, like, he dropped him like a sack of spuds. That's the phrase he mm. should use. It didn't even, like, you know, the way you, like, when you see somebody doing a good Simone drop, Yeah. like the way fucking
1: like Razor used to yeah. do a thing like that, or, like the Rock used to do a thing yeah. like that, get them up and stone upright and be like, ugh, right, this yeah. cunt's going down. And then they would, you know, whenever anybody's doing a good Simone drop, they lean forward a bit and then they'll, fuck you, right yeah. back like that. Fucking
0: like you say, Meryl picked them up and then just, it's as if his knees crumpled and he fell You have the best Samoan drops Either Umaga or the Usos That's the best Samoan drops Oh I the Usos are great Yeah right. and long rest Umaga, Umaga. Yeah. I watched Um, I haven't watched
1: the actual Raw yeah. But I watched the highlights yeah. Have you seen the Raw yet?
2: No
0: I won't say I mean I, I know that Solo has a thing with Riddle And I like that Solo's basically been slowly Virtually turned into the new Umaga, Umaga. Oh you, when you watch yeah. it you Do you like Matt Riddle? Yeah, I could take a leave him if I'm will g- You'll enjoy it
1: then, you d- will.
0: Or Maga, or is vit- William Eagle once called him on Raw, You manga <laughs> he,
1: Let's just say Solo does a good tribute to mm. Omaga. I think I heard about this. I heard about this. Mm. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, he, and he introduces a little bong-hitting little dickhead to a chair too, <laughs> so it's great.
0: So 9 minutes and 31 seconds, this match with Mero and uh, Leaf they lasted. And about a minute and a half worth of it, was what
1: Meryl actually did anything. And then I mean, when she when she pushed that goddamn rope,
0: I was like, you... But... So, <laughs> this, point, this bit <clears throat> confused, confused the fuck out of me. Maybe either this was a bit for the live crowd, or it was cut from the network version. Who knows? Oh, do tell me. But then, so they show the replay, and as the, they come back from the last replay... You, know, you hear the music of the Honky Tonk Man. I know. Yeah, long sideburns, hair back, coming to long your town, apparently. my hair <laughs> back. In room
1: room town room room. My hair like I'm a just a honky tonk man. He's a honky man. I'm just a honky tonk man.
2: He's
1: a honky tonk man. I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm
2: cool. I'm, I'm cocky. Okay, I'm bad. bad.
0: <laughs> there you go. We just sang the theme for you. What a song. Man's apparently a prick, but what a song. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I he's like related them- to Jerry Lawler, so of course it runs in the family. Oh, ah, he's his he cousin. Like actual this. cousin
1: or distant? I think I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey man, that man was one
0: of the greatest Ice champs ever, and he was done right. I'm yeah. I'm sure his record actually hasn't been broken yet, and I'm I, I genuinely Gunther could be the guy to do it. If anybody's gonna do it, mm. Gunther could do I mean, it. Gunther, Gunther doesn't when Gunther holds the belt, living a history. He doesn't lose it immediately. Like, he held the NXT belt for almost as long as Roman's held the Universal belt now. And no one's mentioned that? Well, they, they mentioned it at the time, but, yeah, I think but they've mentioned it since.
1: They should mention it to make his character more imposing. Yeah. It really annoyed me a couple of weeks back when they we made, we made Gunther look like a cunt in front of Big
0: Diddy Strowman. I think if he gets close enough to the record, then they'll mention it. Mm. And say, oh, he has a history of this kind of thing, and then they'll mention it. Yeah, the yeah. good narrative in WWE for mentioning... Past shit. Yeah, Those I must say I,
1: I. That's another guy in the modern era. I just don't take to very well. Strowman. Yeah, I just think he's a big daddy. So
0: long as man's on this whole thing of trying to find a protege. So I'm assuming he cut a problem for the live crew, but we don't get to see any. because like his music plays. Cuts to the thing we play from Raw. Uh, well, then we go back to for a set interview, and when it cuts back. The music of the next people coming out for the next we'll, match we'll have, to, we'll have to when I have a
1: operational VCR watch my tape to see yeah. how my tape is because you know the tapes are all in the network.
0: I know, but like um, so then it comes back to the regular and I'm like, oh maybe honky tonk man's on commentary. Literally, it gets a few minutes into the match so, and it's and <laughs> up next. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the honky tonk man? Did he just disappear? I'm sorry, I've got I've got the
1: honky tonk's man team stuck in my head now. Well, something that maybe you
0: figure figure after this. Sid, mm-hmm. After this, you'll make a thing. Then it cuts backstage and Psycho Sid is there. <laughs> Nick, you get your time to fight for the title. And go, time! Time ran out for you, Sam Michael. <laughs> uh, uh, so, now you're in a. He, goes, he starts yelling and he goes, but he, fun- he finished off properly. He Because I'll prove that I am the master ruler of the world. I loved said so much. He shouts and then he gets really serious to end Master, ruler, world. Yeah. He's like Austin Powers.
1: Mm-hmm. I have problem controlling the volume of my,
2: my
0: voice. sure I made that joke before, but yeah, you can have that. Well no, I stole it from you. No. North <laughs> also has a good theme song, The Nation of Domination, because they're out next.
2: Nation <laughs> Domination.
1: <laughs> Farouk is the man. <laughs> PG-13, man.
0: oh always weird, because the phrase bomb rush is to like, basically, a group of people jump one person at one time and rush them. Yeah. But they use the phrase don't diss the man or we'll bum roast your mother like that sounds like a threat of a different kind there. Yeah, that's is a little questionable there, PG thirteen. But they're taking on the oddball team of yeah. Flash Funk, who gets an overly long entrance with a gold the
1: dust. Yeah, I, I I will admit, watching this pay per view, I skipped the entrances apart from Gold Dust. I watched his because you know it's gold dust, he's cool <laughs> as fuck.
0: <laughs> Bart, God, he's I watched here. Bart. I just didn't watch Flash because I always thought Flash was a FUD. But like well, all three of them have instances where they were screwed by the nation, but they don't show Flash's one. That's because nobody cares. I thought... I looked up I would the assume one. it was Savio. I think it was Savio. He was fighting Savio. He don't... Crush it coming around, so... So, Savio... So, Flash dove on the outside onto... onto, onto oh, crush, on the crush. Savio. Not on the And then got back in, and Savio was very, did very cheaply rolled him up for their win. Yeah, so... But they don't show that. They show the other two getting screwed, so Sa-
1: Savio done... Flash rang, crushed on Bart rang and
0: Farouk done. No, 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 crush done goes wrong because Mero Oh yeah, aye, aye, first aye. Hit with the heart, aye, heart so, so yeah, done Bart right. Oh yeah, the fucking replay of the Dominator he gives them all like well, that looks so. Oh like oh like oh Jesus, you're
1: do gonna you kill him. That, do you think that was a case of Bart was a bit heavy for Farouk to lift or something? I mean, he's a deceptively big guy. I Mean
0: with Bart, aye, that's a big, that's a big fucking farmer I mean, looking I mean, motherfucker. I mean, I, mean, I know Bill, him and Belly weren't as big as they would go be, but when you see them in two games, you de- they're deceptively larger. Oh man, I think it's just the other people they happened to be around, you didn't realise it. Billy
1: Gunn no mm-hmm. is about as big as Bart Gunn was then. Aye. Because Bart was a big horse man, I mean, was that a JR, was that a, a big horse? Aye, big horse. Big horse. <laughs>
0: big horse. Honestly, I know it was a bit of a cluster at times, but I, no, I generally think you should have taken this match, and the Merrill match, and you should have swapped them round. Because this match got 6 minutes, that one got 9, you should have swapped the lengths round as well. So this match opens and gets 9 minutes, and then the I managed get six minutes in this in second, and thankfully gets a few minutes shaved off of it, because this was a bit of a cluster, but it, it was fun. Although well, most of my notes are about just stuff that happened to the happened from the nation or to the nation at the hands of either Bart or Flash. Goldust, as far as I can recall, did fuck all in this. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I to the point I'm like Goldust. Why the fuck are you here other than for your angle later on? Aye, Literally, there's something. no other reason for you to be here. Like, day something? Literally, there are so many undercard people on the roster at this point they could have plucked up to get battered by the nation to put with Flash and Barkman at this point. Or, like, you know, you could have picked someone that wasn't Flash Funk. No, but I think because still, there's still a lot of promise in Flash Funk at this too, point. Too Cold Scorpio?
1: Too yes. Cold Scorpio? Too Cold Scorpio. Cool as fuck. Yeah. Love Too Cold Scorpio. Flash Funk, not so much. He was, he was, he was
0: kind of like in the same territory as fucking the Funkosaurus. You know what I mean? Well, he's the original Funkosaurus. He's got the Funkettes. Aye, I know. I he's know. much more agile. I'd take two cold Scorpios N.W. Champions than fucking the Funkosaurus nowadays. Aye, it's two cold Scorpios still wrestling. Occasionally, yeah. Oh, he does. Bit he, get of a heel ma- now? he get a match earlier this year, or late twenty twenty one, against Jonathan Gresham. Mmm. Yeah. There you go. That's a weird analogy. That is a weird one. But oh, you know, it's funny. PG-13 are the ones singing the song but they're all coming to the crowd so it feels like at points they can't keep up with the tune of the music that's being played so it feels like PG-13 like this is our song but we can't remember the lyrics to no 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 Farouk is the man <laughs> we are the nu-nu-nu. come and love an ink color <laughs> and then they start just ad-libbing bits of it yeah. sp- stand up by any means necessary. respect the nation of domination they all do the they all do oh. the thing Oh, the salute and everything. Salute. You got Clarence Bass in there. You got a couple of a couple panning. of generals. You got you got a young Dilo burning amongst I all know, of them. I know, I know, I know. Look at him. He's just a trippy face. Uh, <laughs> he looked. You... He, it was hair. He looked weird, but like a young version of the actor who played uh, Uncle Phil in his younger days. You <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> we we Dilo Phil. Nah. <laughs> I just wanted him to throw someone at the ring for them and go,
2: ah!
0: The way when Uncle Phil used to I'd, throw jazz i l- love to see Uncle Phil. He'd jigging down music. Just walk to Oh, you're looking at the real Phil now.
1: Ooh. Looking at the real deal now. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, de, 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 de.
0: Yes. This is basically just a whale brawl. It's an excuse to get the nation a big win. Yeah. On a pay-per-view. Well, I think that's a win. A
1: I, I noticed as well uh,
0: the uh, classic
1: definition of a pay-per-view. Uh, well, this is with two matches so far, right? Uh-huh. It went face win, uh-huh. heel win. Mm-hmm. And you notice the pause when I said face win. Yeah. You didn't win that fucking match like a face. Mm. Prick. But that mainly do like that easy wee a bit on the side near him, too.
0: So.
2: Anyway.
0: uh so there's a bit of a brawl immediately. Fruit tries to, wants to go pro, but his mic's not working, so Goldust went, ah, fuck, that, listen, that's through. Yeah. <laughs> there's a big brawl, in the they say Flash dies on all three members of the nation. Uh, there's a good bit between. <laughs> Goldust is a few bit in this match that's actually in the ring, he is a like, back and forth with Fruit, which causes him just to basically do a thing where he just grabs him and goes, he yeah. plants his face. I'll call it a face buster, but that's quite generous, It's just like, oh, there's my hand, you, fall. you do the rest, you fall forward. See me hit you, you fall down. Yeah. This is cool. Ahmed Johnson, who's frankly not on the show. You going down? Anyway, <laughs> no,
1: Ahmed Johnson. If he was on the show, let me lift and throw you awkwardly so I may paralyze you.
0: There's a but. Thankfully, didn't paralyze anybody. Was a hurricane manner off the top rope to Savio by by uh Flash Funk. Yeah, Flash Funk got a real a lot of time in this match. He, oh, I think Vince was desperately,
1: desperately trying to push him as Flash Funk at the time. mhm no one cared.
0: Oh, I liked Flash Funk, I don't mind him. I mean, as both either 2 Cold Scorpio or Flash Funk, I liked them. But then unfortunately, a bit of double team work backfires because Bart goes to launch Flash out the, out the ring on top of everybody again, but they grab him this time and they all start beating him up yeah. and, like, and then poor Flash gets isolated. There's, Throw him to the wolves. There's a cool spot where like, for a key thing where he just keeps, he's standing over him, his legs are like so he just keeps jumping around putting his weight on the, his back, Is it twice Goes to, to, up in the air through a third time. Flash rolls around and his knees are up, so but he right the testicles that round the knees. <laughs> I think they think, yeah, Ger- oh my boys. <laughs> I think JR makes a joke about him sing, singing in a higher octave from now on. Recently, <laughs> I think it was a classic joke of whenever someone got hit down there. But Savio was a bit, uh, but Flash does not have enough time to make the cover, he does not have time to make the, the tag, yeah, so. Uh, one of the guy like guy I think it was Sabo tied in and then he and Crush do a spike pile driver on on, on, that on Flash which was really rough,
1: but yeah. like you Give know, know, I know moves you see
0: it and you're like, Yeah. So <laughs> eventually eventually you know. Flash mentions that double closer which gets in the Who's the tag in? Who's the one who should obviously get the hot tag? Yes. If you say Goldust, clearly you're wrong. You don't know Vince McMahon. Spark <laughs> gun. Bart gun Bart Gunn runs wild. Yeah. As wild as he could at that point. Hey, Bart was cool, mm. and he he looked good too. He hits the middle bulldog, and then uh, a leg drop to Crush, but uh, no, he hits the middle world bulldog onto Farouk. Yeah, and then at one point there's a big scuffle. One's fans so behind the ref's back. Crush comes in, hits a leg drop, and then. Do you mean behind the ref's back? The ref was basically looking at it. Shh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and then Farouk gets rolled over. And he pins Flash. No, Flash Bart. Yeah. Ah, you know, I mean, you say behind the ref's back,
1: but the ref was basically like, "You all right, there? Eh? Mm. You know? I was like for fuck's sake, you could have called that, you dumb motherfucker." Mm. <laughs> you know, six minutes forty-three. That's got that we will never get back.
0: Most of it was probably the entrances. I assume. Yeah.
1: But like, I think how it will be when we get to the main event. I like the main event. Oh yeah. But you're talking about entrances. Oh, yeah, entrances. Yeah. Good God. Mm. We had to watch The Undertakers.
0: And we had
1: to watch Bretts and all.
0: Uh, after that, again, I maintain this, you got maybe a couple more minutes to actually let them do something. Mm. So that's why I say swap them around with the, uh, with the Mark Meadow match. So then we got back to, we got Doc Hendricks interviewing Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. He's like, how do you f- feel you don't have, you know, a definitive victory over any of these guys? Like, I don't I, have a decisive I, victory. I, I don't have a decisive
1: victory. Didn't you just see me throw three pieces of trash over the top rope? Mm-hmm. Didn't I win the Royal Rumble? Isn't that a decisive victory? Mm-hmm. Just because Gorilla as soon decides we got the playback room. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go in there. I'm gonna win that match and I'm gonna become the goddamn heavyweight champion.
0: Mm. That's all I got to say about this. that. <laughs> then Dalton like, okay, okay. I only asked a fucking question. I only asked a question. You need to eat me, a cunt. You just have to bite my nose off. And then we have a match. Actually, like, again, one of the last people you think that's happened to, it cuts back. <laughs> it cuts back. Hunter Hurst Helmsley is already on the apron midway through his entrance I
1: know, for fuck's sake, you just kinda hear his, you know, the pump and circums- there's no pomp and circumstances I think it's- uh, No, no that's Ode to Joy Ode, Ode to joy. joy, pomp and circumstances macho Yes, yes Yeah, but Ode, you, you just hear the Ode to Joy and you see him walking and going With that lovely <laughs> coat <cult."
2: laughs>
1: I loved Triple H, man. I really did He would such beautiful hair In there Yeah Anyhow, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> stop myself fawning over him. But I wouldn't do that now. He looks angry and old now.
0: Anyway. But anyhow. He's aged better than fucking Sean.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Most people have aged better than Sean. Fucking Ramsey's LeGrey, who's a mummy, is aged better than Sean. But your point to the But no, like like you're thinking to yourself, like, Triple H mm-hmm. doesn't get a proper entrance, you yeah. know what I mean? And then we kinda get Rocky Maya Vita's entrance and no yeah. one really cares.
0: It's like, yay, come on, cheer for me, please.
1: Yeah, look, I've got the title and everything. Yeah, no one cares. It just means I'm the bestest, right? <laughs> no, that just means Vince wants people to like you. All right. And at that point, nobody liked him. Uh-huh. And to, to point out my obvious thing, because you know I like heels.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've always liked heels. It's funny how the minute he decides to turn heel people like him yeah because no one wants to see one of Vince's little new gen prototype smiley smiley look at how nice and good I am types mm-hmm. because they're gay
2: yes
0: <laughs> very very gay but this I think it's definitely a step up from what we've been getting so far and Waller comes in he, when he when Waller comes out with this shit when whenever Rocky does something he's met wherever they show the replay of what happened on Raw like yeah. oh he's when he went with Well Pagula, he was quite clearly grabbing the tights of Hunter Helmsley. Oh well I nearly did a gorilla will you stop? Yeah, but he <laughs> any time that uh that Hunter cheats there's a point where like Hunter creates and then he slaps on the back of the heat uh, and yeah. then and then Rocky does it back to him. He's like, Oh there's no need for that <laughs> you know, like, Well I think turn about fair play, kid And then there's an exchange where uh, he, Hunter slats in the corner, but the rock just smacks him, and he uh, like, Hunter does his typical heel like big enough, like, no, no,
1: please. <laughs> he's like, I love that, whatever he used to do all like that, and when he falling like, I, I, I
0: didn't mean to do it. It reminds me of when Mr. Burns was, was best to bag an ant, like, oh, take my word to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> then they have a nice, basically, crisscross sequence, which then leads to out the, the, the her hand because. I know I know he's Condor but the Hunter has three H stand for Hunter Assassin's, so I'm calling him Triple H. And he just launches Rocky out into the outside. And then that leads like, leads him to get the upper hand, he hits a drop kick into the guardrail and then gives him a big slam. It's here. I think there's also a point where there's a classic head on the apron and then there's the big like elbow to like the throat area. Yeah. So obviously like Hunter as he usually would be at this point, is in control and it's so nice master, but also he's cheating and showing he's a heel because he gets oh, a joke hold in and then he gets his feet on the ropes and then the referee catches him or he just had to kick his feet off the ropes mm. uh, then after he's been a bit there's a point where Rocky tries to surprise me again with a small package and Jerry is nearly having a bloody heart attack like this. Oh, no oh no I don't mind it's only a two
1: <laughs> well think of it this way at least at this point he wasn't screaming puppies every fucking two seconds yeah.
2: and then he,
0: he's trying to hit punches in the corner is Rocky typical but then I like the counter triple H then drops them like throat first across the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was cool as no. fuck. No, cool. And then tries to roll them up there again using the ropes for loud, but this tin doesn't get to the rock just Rocky just kicks out. At one point rock, rock GR just calls just calls Rocky the Rock at one point. Yeah. I thought that was pretty weird.
1: It's, it's weird when you like seeing you're watching mm. back an older pay-per-view yeah. like that or anything, mm. and like <sighs> He said that thing he's going to become. Hey, and you're ah, like, Ah, he said it. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> See, I kind of got that when I was watching it. I was like, "This is a Rocket Triple H fighting. And he doesn't yeah. even know a little Rocket Triple H yet.
0: This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rocky tries to fight a out, but he gets, gets poked in the eye and he does that, that classic Triple H move you know, the knee to the face. Yeah. Uh, and... Then at this point, as Triple H has everything in control, out comes gold, thus. <laughs> he distracts Triple H long enough for Rocky to hit him with a bridging German suplex. One, two, three. Rocky retains with a bridging German suplex. Yes. 12 minutes, 30 I Me, mean, He didn't have the most exciting... At one point he's going like, uh, uh, like this. Yeah. Okay, single. I'm going to hit him with a shoulder breaker because everyone loves a shoulder breaker. Oh, yeah, totally. That's yeah. the best move you could do, Rocky. Mm. That or a flying crossbody, which you also do at one point, which you yeah. try to get a win with. He did that to the Sultan. Yes, he did. That's that's one of the ways he retained his coveted IC title. I mean, some people don't like the robot or like you think that also the people's elbow like oh that's stupid the people's elbow the way you set up and then it just a standing elbow like yeah but it's still it's still way better than the shit he was using beforehand to win and matches
1: more to the point that goes back to my whole thing right you know like I said like Mero's moves like yeah. were like pathetic and kind of dull no matter if you didn't like Le Rock's move or didn't think it was a good move he made you feel it
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know that was the difference mm-hmm. whenever Le Rock did something whether it was massive or insignificant Mm. he made you feel it like Mm. sometimes when you were watching like the rock wasn't always my favorite guy right but my god i respected the guy because anytime he did something and if he was wrestling against someone back in the day that i liked a little bit less than him
2: Mm
1: -hmm. i would i would watch him do his moves like his people's elbow or like the corporate elbow (laughs) or whatever it was at the time but anytime he did something you got so invested in a rock match at times you were watching him hit his move and you were going oh yeah you fucking hit him man mm-hmm. you know whereas when you were watching a Merrill match you were like oh look <laughs> he did a move
0: <laughs> very shittily wow yeah. wild thing but so rocky just uh, like oh yeah i have what doesn't get a chance to have it like, no wait rock we need you to fuck off now we've got an angle coming mm-hmm. up here we need you to fuck off <laughs> and so rock disappears slapping hands with a few people and then, for what he stays in the ring, and he's going to the outside, he's circling the ring, like, come on, come on and fight me. And Melina comes there, and she's hanging on the outside. And then, obviously, nobody remembers the match, but they remember this moment. Because yeah. all of a sudden, it suddenly cuts back, and it's already in progress. China has suddenly appeared, making her WF debut. And huckling Marlena and shuggling her bit like Aye. a wee dolly. Yes. She <laughs> very much ragdolls oh, that she woman.
1: Like, whenever JR talks about ragdolling, Mm-hmm. That was ragged on. Like, and I'll t- I'm sorry to get turn. in but in that version of China mm-hmm. That was my version of China.
0: They do I feel like they they started off a run thing that would become calling with China going for like that that woman I I think it's a woman. I uh, know I I used to hate
1: that yeah. in the WWF. Mm. Like Oh, look, just because she's no, some wee skinny skank we're all singing out. Eh. Oh, I think it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, have a bit of respect. Some woman can be built eh. and some woman could kick the living piss out of
0: you. They don't give her a name, obviously, at this point, it's still very early on. So, like, they, see, they play as if a fan has just attacked Marlene and, like, uh, oh, I mean, we we do curate people get involved in the show, but please, please, not like that. And, like, they kick her, like, I hope that woman is kicked out. I hope that woman is prosecuted to the full extent Like, she's dragged away by security and everything Triple Aye, H and like, Goldust never get actually physically involved but
1: uh, Dragged away by security but at that point I very much doubt the security if she was legitimately <laughs> ready to kick fuck out of him yeah I doubt they could have done much about it,
0: uh, it was she, weird. Was so, she was so big I dude. know her arm's fucking huge you nearly dwarfed the size of fucking Marlene's head <laughs> I mean she lo- like when Vince fucked about
1: well she lost muscle mass and everything she was so big
0: Probably part of the Big. many surgeries that she had, she actually had her jaw re- reshaped uh, yeah, or whatever to yeah. look more feminine or whatever. I
1: don't know why, I like. I, I don't get why she did that to so herself, I thought she
0: looked so cool. I think it just goes back to kind of precious women who are in like the spotlight or on TV and any mm. form of entertainment have like basically you need to look a certain way. I find, I personally find that, and it's just a personal thing yeah. for me
1: right, I personally find that quite disgusting. Mm. And it, I know that is a strong word to use. Yeah. But I really feel that way because I mean, and it might be like my own personal leanings or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I, I tend to think respect, right? Now, I'm not saying every woman wrestler sure. who has a slight build yeah. and wears a,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a revealing costume. Yeah. I'm, I am not in any way saying... That those women can go, yeah, because some of those women can kick ass, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got like you've got like Tasha Steele, yeah, she's a slight woman, she can kick ass, she's cool as fuck. You've got Alexa, you've got mm-hmm. Asuka, you've got fucking Becky Lynch, yeah, you know. But personally, for me, whenever I've seen a, a woman wrestler come in and she's the you know, big chick, and yeah. she could like you look at her and you go. Oh, no, she could kick anybody's ass. She's not just fighting women. She could fucking break a guy's skull, eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. When I see a chick like that in wrestling, I'm like, that's. M- I even. I don't even say jig. I'm like, that's my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean, that, that is my person. She can kick ass.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that is why in the modern era, I'm so up on Rhea. Yeah. Because Rhea's fucking cool, man. Rhea's like the coolest fucking thing in wrestling at the moment.
0: And like... Boss, Savannah, Evans. I remember talking about it like before in SmackDown I think it was or I don't know what show it was maybe it was when we were talking about Survivor Safari series but like isn't it ironic that China one of their runs other than with DX or other things she's most known for in wrestling is like she was associated with Eddie Guerrero and right. Dominic had a storyline where in Kayfabe he is Eddie's son and basically the closest thing to China in WWE is Rhea Ripley and who's Dom associated with? Rhea Ripley. And a sort of relationship where she's dominant over him which I think was the goal... For the China area dynamic initially when they started it. I wonder, I wonder, and this is, this is just fantasy booking if you will. Sure. I
1: wonder, do you believe in the modern era of the WWE, do you believe there is any chance for another woman mm. to win one of the main roster belts?
0: I think, I think so,
2: I think there's a chance. I,
1: I think in the modern era, right, you don't have the influence of Vince McMahon or Pervy McGee, or sorry, Jerry Lawler, you know. But you don't have the influence of these, quite frankly, and I I hate to sound of this way, you know, but quite frankly, these misogynistic mofos.
0: I know, I mean, that's probably the best way to describe it, because... You
1: know, these misogynistic motherfuckers that just go, oh, look at you, you're just a dainty wee thing, just mm. you... Just you skimp about in your drawers, and that's uh, all right. It doesn't matter. We'll give you this wee belt with a butterfly on it. Uh, nah, fuck that crap. I mean, any any goddamn woman wrestler in any company, if they are portrayed right, uh, and pushed right, regardless, and I'd say this now, regardless of the goddamn size, I mean, I favour the muscular big chicks, right? But regardless of goddamn size, any goddamn woman in the company could be portrayed right. I mean, look at fucking, fucking... Tessa Blanchard, mm-hmm. she was a slight kind of chick, you yeah, know? yeah. And what an impact, day? Yeah, much to her discredit in the long run, but yeah. it put the main fucking company yeah. title on that woman.
0: Well, yeah, I think I think there's a chance they could do. It. I mean, I know Triple just said why they don't do it so often in the past because it's all it's all little things to do with like casual people looking at it and seeing the idea of men women fighting. I can't remember the full thing, but I did feel like he was towing some kind of line which he has to do when he's in such a high position. But I do think he is open to the idea. Like he himself did have energy in the wrestling. He had that segment with Ronda during that mixed tag match when Ronda made her debut in twenty eighteen, where mm. I think it was even a segment leading up to where he got put through a table by Ronda. So I think he'd be open to when women fighting. So I, I do think there's a would it be one of the men's world titles? I don't think so. One of the the US or IC belt, could I see a woman winning it Aye. at some point in the next five or so years? I could see that. Hell, if, if NXT was still, like, what Triple H was running it as, at one point, I could have imagined, like, back in the day when Shane or Rhea were running Women's Division <laughs> NXT, if one of them went to the fight for one of the men's belts in NXT, the fans of NXT would immediately buy into it.
1: I, like, like I say, the way it is nowadays, mm-hmm. right, and the way the world is nowadays, yeah. for the most part, I agree with it, you yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it's a woman, guy, yeah. whatever, you know? Treat people with proper respect and yeah. have the respect for those people in their profession. And if you want, if you want to have that kind of, if you want to practice what you preach, as it were, yeah, when have the respect to let women fight the guys. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because obviously, professional wrestling, right? Yes, people can be hurt, and it's a grueling profession.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it is a scripted sport,
2: uh-huh.
1: and if you're a good enough promoter. You can make that work. Mm-hmm. Any any woman could fight any guy if you yeah. want to put it right. If you've got a slight woman, give her a make her a heel and give her a big ass manager that could help her win things.
0: Because like there are aspects of like when they were really promoting getting behind women again, like starting twenty fifteen onwards. Like the women's revolution and all that, yeah. The four horse women, blah yeah. blah blah. But like as much as there's been great strays in women's wrestling since then like twice we've had women main event at WrestleMania mm and uh, we've had main event shows and everything and great women's matches on the main yeah. roster and like we've gotten rid of that butterfly belt you mentioned but like especially in the first couple of years there is there was a lot of hypocritical stuff around it because i often felt like, like i felt the same way but that is the same way i, I felt the people who gave praise to disney and when the first frozen came out i never did because like like when frozen came out you know even we mean i never did like I I mean, I, I, I'm, I said I have criticisms of the people that say this. I <laughs> yeah. don't even know what I'm going to say yet. Basically, so, like, I heard a thing people were talking about this about Frozen, like, because the princess in Frozen didn't immediately marry a princess she meant in the film, which is what a lot of princesses did in films. Like yeah. They are getting praised, like, oh, you don't need to marry a man just meant, like... And I felt the same way about like, portraying women as equal when they were trying to do that the first couple of years before they got the hang of it and they <laughs> agree what they're doing nowadays in WWE, mm. as And that... Why are we giving... Careful how much praise you give to someone who's fighting against a stereotype or misconception. They themselves are the main perpetrators of the misconception. Yes, because like, oh, the stereotype of princess immediately marries the prince when she, even though she just met them. Yes, Disney, well done for you for fighting against that stereotype. That you yourselves are the main the perpetrators of. Them. Yes, we have been doing it since the fucking '30s and '40s. And yeah, what, well, do think? Well done for fighting against stereotypes of women wrestlers. That like you yourselves. Do divas and brand panties matches are the main people who started that shit in the first place? Divas and
1: brand panties matches, and,
0: and not giving women enough time. Not on giving
1: women enough time on shows, and you know, I, I think the high point of taking the piss, and and I, this is just a personal opinion, right? I know a lot of a lot of women wrestlers still have a lot of praise for the divas title. There's a good few still doing like you know. We kind of thought well. It might not be your mug of fish, but we ran away. We made yeah. it as best as we could. like Kind of like the way before she got cunty, Dana Brooke was hoping today with the 24 7 thing. Yeah. And I felt kind of bad for Dana Brooke, or Dana Brooke, however yeah. you pronounce her name properly. But I went and read a wee article she was saying about maybe changing the 24 7 title into a women's mid card belt. Yeah. Why Why just discard it? Why no
0: that? I like that. If
1: you if you have respect for your for your roster,
0: full roster, yeah,
1: when show respect for your full roster and have a women's
0: mid card belt, I think just you need to do a thing where like you've you've been doing it with the men's main tags and main belt where they're going between shows. A women's tag can already do that. That's why I think, as I've been seeing for ages. I've been thinking like you don't need two women's belts for once. I do give one women's main belt? They can go between two and take one of those belts, replace it with a mid card belt. And then you've, you've got three different belts, three different places for stories, yeah. for championships. Or,
1: or another way, you could have you could have a woman superstar portrayed mm-hmm. the way Roman is. Mm. You know, like, say you have Rhea or Bianca, uh-huh. right? Just, just to your point. But if you have those two, because she's a big chick. Mm-hmm. Rhea's a better big chick. Mm. Personal opinion. But she's a big, like, hard-hitting chick, Bianca. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Rhea's a big hard hitting chick. Why not unify the belts? Do what you done to Roman. I know. Pick yourself pick your fucking woman you want to run with that shit, whether it be Bianca,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Rhea, mm-hmm. Bailey, Charlotte. There's a fucking plethora of women they could run with that.
0: I think like the the plan from what I heard is like allegedly as Bianca Rhea WrestleMania for the whirlwinds belt. Mm. and this, this is just a rumour but fans have wanted I don't know if WWE have any plans of it but I'd like to see them do it a lot of people would like to see for the Smackdown belt Shayna versus Ronda I think if you did either of those matches at WrestleMania and then later down maybe say SummerSlam you want to unify them any combination of those four with one in the holding the Raw belt and one in the Smackdown belt like yeah. Rhea versus Ronda Rhea versus Shayna Bianca versus Shayna which they did in NXT which is one of Bianca's first big, big opportunities matches, at yeah. the time yeah which sam roberts got shit for for saying in the piece of that show she's i don't know if she's ready for this and then a year later when she was a bigger deal she's like and he, he was on there again defending him, so like i said she wasn't a big deal yet she's a big deal now which in, its, in hindsight he was right yeah. but like bianca versus ron the two women who didn't come from wrestling backgrounds you know they came for from the two fighting women. backgrounds yeah well like
1: you have like, like say for example hypothetically speaking say right yeah say for example we came in a scenario where it did happen, where they were going to do the thing I suggested there and unify those belts, like they've done mm-hmm. with Roman, right? Say you had Shayna having one, Rhonda having one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Iron Woman Steel Cage, oh. or Iron Woman Hell in a Cell between Rhonda and Shayna. Oh, that smells
0: money Or if you want to do something cage like with you, give given their background, Fight Pit, Rhonda, Shayna. Triple threat fight But Ooh. Ronda Shayna Rhea Ooh, Don't threaten me With a good tag Yeah 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 So yeah China debuted say, well, That's money man
1: And That's how good China was We talked so China, China No but well, That's how fucking Good China was mm-hmm. And still is In my opinion Like you gotta Respect that one Because we We're talking about China making her debut Which lasted what Minutes Seconds Seconds, seconds anything. Right And it took us off on a tangent about how women wrestlers need proper respect and how a triple threat between Ronda, fucking Shayna and Rhea would be
0: bitching. I think it's just going going to show the impact she still has today. Yeah.
1: I mean, you want want to take that up one more fucking notch? Yeah. Fatal (laughs) four-way fight that hell in a cell...
0: You're just stacking shit on top of shit,
2: aren't
1: oh,
0: you? I'm not going for it, right? You're, you're proper Vince russo shit. Gimmicks on top of gimmicks on top of gimmicks. Well, I'm just saying these four women,
1: if you if you want to fucking, mm-hmm. to use a classic quotation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a barn burner, mm. Bianca Belair, uh-huh. Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler, uh-huh. Ronda Rousey, uh-huh. and a big fuck-off violent scrumash oh, for both oh. belts. Oh, don't correct me with a good time. There you go.
0: As, as long as Bianca doesn't use that bloody braid for when win, I'll be fine. No, I'd like to see, like, to properly take advantage of the two-night thing for WrestleMania, and I know, we'll get back to this show in a minute. Aye, right, we'll, we'll get Because like so, I know the whole thing about two-night WrestleMania, which seems to be the done thing going forward, and I'm happy with that. Because it gets more people in <laughs> time for the main event, but I, I've i said before, there's a genuine storyline you can use to justify Roman main event in both nights Yeah. this year. One night for the WWE belt, one night for the Universal. Maybe I'll lose one of them. Probably the WWE one. No, well, I I did see a little, a little image of what they suggested might be the case. Yeah. One night he fights Cody, one night he fights The Rock. And I think the idea is Cody would probably be, take the WWE belt because his whole one of his first proper promos was my dad technically won the belt, but then the vision was reversed. So I want to win the WWE title for my father. Uh, but like I I don't agree with the idea. If it does come to Roman and The Rock. Mm-hmm.
1: I hope that Roman would win that match yeah. because I I just don't like the idea of someone who's and I'm not I'm not negatively speaking on The Rock. Sure, I'm just saying I don't like the idea of someone who is below a part timer. Yeah, coming in and I mean I don't even like the rumor that he might win the Rumble. I think that's kind of sketchy. I've seen
0: people talk about. it. I thought what the best <laughs> example I heard is that's probably what I feel as well. I never. there's nothing that can make me so angry but also so happy at the same time yeah yeah because I mean it'd be
1: awesome to see The Rock in a main mm. event and all and winning a rumble but mm. you know what he's not even a part timer he's worse, He's a worse Mr. Hollywood than Cena is I like The Rock in <laughs> Hollywood oh no I love his he makes
0: shit movies more watchable
1: I'm just watchable. saying he is a fucking movie actor now that is his bread and butter he is a movie actor so you know, stick to what you know. Stick to your movies. You're not a wrestler anymore. But so
0: my point was about the two nights. Was it was an idea New Japan did two nights of their Wrestle Kingdom show. Right? And the first time they did it, they did this thing where they had their Intercontinental belt and their World belt. And what they did is they had the IC champ in a match, World champion defended in a match. They we ever walked out with the either belt that on the first night. Met, and the second night, winner took took both belts. It was called the Double Gold Dash. That's something I'd love for Mania. Like make cool. one with me a Rondo VCF SmackDown belt. We Rhea, uh, Bianca, Robinsville whoever wins either of those matches, meets night two, winner take all. That would be pretty fucking But then cool. again, you couldn't also... It'd be weird to do that on the same nights you have Buddy Roman doing both nights, because either night you'd want women to to event one of them, but you couldn't do it, because there's, there's just too many big matches. on. There the is. That, see, that is the thing, right? I know I'm fancy picking It's not going to happen, that but is I, it'd, be th- lo- it'd be great if it did happen. That is the thing, though, is
1: making quite frankly that is the thing that's making the WWE right now so watchable Mm. because like so much is happening
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know I mean I even I didn't even I've not watched this week's Raw yet Mm -hmm. like I say I'm going to do that this evening that'll be my fun (laughs) you know but I watched the YouTube highlights of it and I seen an interesting little thing, and it it harks into Bray Bray Wyatt's you know Wyatt Six.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When uh oh who's who's Gargano's misses? Uh, Candice Candice. Candice Lurie, right? When Candice was getting interviewed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Nikki Cross mm-hmm. was way in the back peeking, mm-hmm. peeking at a, behind a behind the stack. She's she's peeping like Mickey Flanagan. <laughs> Aye, but the thing is, right? <laughs> is that that leads to even like more questions. Like, is Nikki is Nikki cross peaking because she's just a wee mental? Mm. Is Nikki cross peaking because she's looking for ey? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you
0: know why well, he got stabbed on Impact? Ah oh, no! Fuck oh. me, man! That was vicious. I saw a video on that as well. Did you the, see that? I saw the video talking of, some, of somebody talking about it, and they are like, "Why is Impact's obsession when someone has to leave of killing them off?" Like literally. Mickey James at one point got pushed in front of a train. Ali, before she went to AEW, literally got killed off in the whatever this other realm that they decayed to. Literally, Taya Valkyrie, when she left, got arrested for attempted murder. But now she's back. It's but she's good back now. Nobody cares about that. Yeah, you try to kill a man.
2: Nah,
1: but I really liked that. See that cinematic se- sequence between mm-hmm. him and Dino. uh uh-huh. oh, I fucking loved that uh-huh. because you know. Dino's got I'd tell you Dino's about to get his fucking due mm. he's about to get his due man because as I was saying to Brian the other week later, he went for being in a reasonably popular tag team with Dino's you know? I like the Dino's I like the Dino's too like, they
2: took our, beer. <laughs> took our <laughs> beer
1: but anyhow I know I was good at that though but <laughs> <laughs> But now it goes from being the deals to becoming an EY disciple to, you know, the student becomes the master mm. and the ruler. But now, like that whole bit, like see the end of that sequence mm-hmm. when he's like throttling EY and mm-hmm. he's got the knife and he's like, EY's like, kill the sickness, kill it, kill it. Like, even EY's saying, like, he's like, I'm the sickness. Kill it. I was the teacher, now you are So it's almost fake club bullshit this thing. Oh it? no but it was like 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 I was the designer. Mm. You are the design. Mm. Like if you ask me, Impact have played the long game in that story. Oh, Shifkiss. Yeah, yeah. Just and Dino's looking sinister now. So And with fucking Alan Angels and Big Con. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's gonna be
0: good. So, long story short, China made our debut. <laughs> 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 See, we told you we'd be back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, China, and then what's weird is what you pass that little box over there. Oh, box, yes, there. Oh, the box, thank you. What's, what's funny is that. Terry look like, looked behind her, she's holding her so literally as soon as they show the replay in her game through it and goes over, she suddenly dramatically falls like, Oh dear, I cannot breathe, I have fallen. I have fallen. Oh the indignity. <laughs> Finished. Not Wrangle, is it is a bitch. and <laughs> <laughs> then uh, they do have angle the next night on Raw where after Goldus has a match, Triple H runs down and we tried to beat him up for costing the match match uh, in your house and then China comes back again ragged on Well, Ragdoll and it doesn't get properly kicked at. then I don't think. But what's noticeable is when she does it the second <laughs> time on Raw <coughs> she gets cheered. Yeah <laughs> I know. I think by the time Rissania comes around she's got a name but they don't call her or give her a name at this point.
1: Yeah. She's just woman. 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 Stop. Ragdoll in that wee but I mean, I know
0: everybody thinks it's funny, but stop it. Anyway, then we have a Vader promo The public are like, My Vader has already destroyed Brett the hitman You backer. mean Paul
1: Bearer has a promo and Vader stands there going, but It's <laughs> Vader time! <laughs> Vader! <laughs>
0: like, My Vader's already destroyed Stone Cold. And My Vader's already destroyed The Undertaker. And tonight, you prove what time is it? It's Vader! Duh. You can do the thing. I can do the thing. Do you th- Do you think Spock thought it was Vader time? I can do it on one hand. I can't do it on the literally on the other hand. The fingers literally just won't separate. Yeah, yeah. I I used to find it hard. You have to work on it.
1: Oh, well, I. I can't so you can be childish to... and go like that. look mm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I can. I can do that in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What the fuck is this? How do become?
0: you talk... How do you talk about sexual
1: diversity? Uh, <laughs> childish.
0: Childish and wrong. It's so the trifecta, Paul. The Third time. Huh? Someone is in the ring. Already in the ring. But he dug Furnace and Phil LaFon. Oh. God. Damn it. And... They were very good at the survivors. <coughs> as Paul coughed his lungs up. Fucking Furnace and LaFon. Wake him in... Yeah, they're really good performance in
1: the Series. awesome.
0: And they looked awesome in this match too. Honestly, other than the main event, this is the only other thing worth watching. Yeah, yeah. but
1: And mostly, and I hate to say it, mostly because of Furnace, LaFon, and Owen.
2: Mm.
0: I'm sorry to say that, but yeah, Furnace, I- LaFawn and Owen, three of the four in that match were worth watching. I found it weird that Clarence Mason's still coming out with Owen and Builder when he's also aligned with the Nation of Domination. Aye, but remember the storyline, like he yeah. went and convinced uh
1: Cornet in his <laughs> moment of of, of wall and going yeah. oh, to sign a contract. Yes. Well, you're the same, it's still a little weird, but eh. Yeah. wasn't he an actual lawyer as well?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty yeah, sure he yeah, had some uh, law experience. I'm maybe. pretty
1: sure he was in the same position as William uh William Moody was. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: good now. I believe. So you were saying? But no, I believe he was in the same position. It was William Moody, right? Paul Bearer's yes, name? Yes, yes. But you know how he was Paul Bearer and he yeah. actually worked mm-hmm. in a funeral business, family business? I believe Clarence Mason had some kind of law yeah. leanings as well as, you know, portraying a lawyer in WWF.
0: Hmm. So they showed the replay like talking about all the issues between them and the... Oh. I love watching the clip where he, at- he throws them at the Royal Rumble. But you like, I just love Bulldog. You bloody idiot! You put me out!
1: You put me out, you bloody idiot! Too fucked to be in this
0: rumble, but you put me out! Owen! What the fuck are you doing? Bastard! You bastard! You complete set of bastards, (laughs) ya! Bloody Owen, man! Stop fanny about with that fucking Slammy Award! (laughs) me a kiss, me a bastard come to
1: Craig David? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, also love the bit. Yeah, hey, Craig, you wanna see my jolly green motherfucking giant? No, I do not wanna see your jolly green motherfucking giant. Me and our kids are about to watch a porno in here. Hey, anyway, there's a, a we bit. We got a selector for you when Lee Francis was still funny.
0: There's a bit. we all doing the foot put- and then. I like this Owen gets underneath him, like, hey, it's all about me, look at me, my slammy award. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, he's like, also
1: promoting. Hey, the way he did that, too? Like, like, Bulldog's coming out, looking all Bulldoggy and Jack, then
0: Owen, like a wee elf, under his arm. He's like, at this point, huzzah, oh. I have my slammies. They're also, like, they're promoting a couple weeks' time, oh, the slammy <laughs> awards are coming up. It was actually the night before WrestleMania, where Owen was meant to present Bowtie <laughs> of the Year. I don't know why this guy here, but he got up and goes, yes, I did. I did it again! Man. I did it all Man. by myself! Man. I'm a winner! <laughs> no, no, Toby. no, you're presenting! You're presenting this award. <laughs> I did it again! I did it all by myself! Bulldog, you may have two tiles, but you don't have two slammies! <laughs> Owen oh, Hart, Vader and, part, and uh, fader of Mankind, tomorrow night, you're gonna be losers! You're, <laughs> you're losers and we're winners! I'm a winner, me and my slammies! <laughs> I may have watched that clip a few times. Well, come on. It was Owen. It was Owen. And he was awesome.
1: Props to Owen. Respect. R.P. Owen. In that era, (laughs) to quote and to be a little usy here, (laughs) Owen, he the one.
0: He the true heart.
1: Mm. He the Owen. He the one.
0: Um, There's even a point where he goes to lock in the sharpshooter and JLRS, he kept doing this by Everton's Owen Turner. He oh, here he comes! Here's that move. That movie, Top Brett.
1: Are you? Are you? Are you a master oesologist? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: it starts off with uh, Doug Furness and Owen Hart doing arm drives as a. Cool monkey flip spot where one of the monkey flip he's on top like but then <laughs> Doug grabs his legs and pins them using <coughs> a big roll up sequence is the Fawn the long haired one or the short haired one uh, Phil Phil uh, starts with uh, Phil comes in it starts with Doug doing the idea then Phil comes in Doug uh, is Furnace, Phil Doug Furness Doug Furness is the one with the long hair Phil Lafond yeah, yeah. is the shorter haired yeah, yeah, man yeah, yeah. Doug, Doug Furness the one I think is actually French Canadian and Furness as uh, American. Yeah, which is why when he was on Team Canada, you're like, oh. But he also had fucking Anvil and Bulldog in Team Canada. So he had a four man team called Team Canada with one Canadian. Yeah, where was. Nevada? Oh, no. This is where Night Heart's from, isn't it? I think Nevada? Something like that. Fucking. <laughs> you yeah, also had Buddy in the Heart Foundation, Buddy. Bloody, Buddy bloody <laughs> Brian Pillman. Aye, from the most Canadian place on earth. Cincinnati, Ohio. Ah, oh, totally, totally. Same place Buddy John Moxley's from. But, uh, is it yes oh that's cool mm. do you know that fucker's a year younger than me I didn't know that he just turned 37 and good for him prick <laughs>
1: <laughs> why is it everyone has to be younger than me why uh-huh. can't I ever be younger than anyone Not <laughs> I'm younger than Brian haha anyway
0: so there's the monkey flip thing I said Uh he gets a leg lock on Owen to uh, fill the phone, and Owen then grabs the ropes and then quickly tags out. <coughs> and then Bulldog has a little bit, but then Will, uh, Owen kicks Phil in the back of the in the back while he goes to the ropes, in and the then back at least of the to back, yes, yep. <laughs> yeah. So that leads to Phil the fawn getting isolated for the next little bit by the heels, and also on how they're not getting along. There was a thing and they had a match against Doug and the phone, which probably led to this, which is the most belt end these fucking undercard matches got. It was at the end of that sky dome where like Owen got launched to the outside and feeling like oh my knee, my knee, and tried to walk away, like, oh I can't continue my knee here. I don't and Bulldog tried to tell. Did, did, did and Bulldog's like, Owen, get back in the bloody ring. <laughs> and they basically they lose by counter like, yeah, we're still champions doesn't matter. Like, no, we should win matches properly. You bastard. Come here on, come here you
1: bastard. Come to British Bulldog. <laughs> That
0: so you thought for the Craig David shit. <laughs> Go on. One, we'll have a proper cup of cup of tea. Cup of tea, you'll feel fine. Go on. Alright. I don't know I c I don't know why. Every time I do a bulldog, he's he's from Manchester, every, but I every, make him sound like he's from Yorkshire. right every time you do a Bulldog he's Craig David. No, you make him sound like Craig David. I make him sound like a bloody Yorkshireman. But again, he had a deep voice for someone from Manchester like Buddy well, Owen. Bastard.
1: Owen, you bastard, get in the ring.
0: Anyway Bastard And then they talk about that knee injury which Owen kind of then goes to, like, oh that's so called knee injury. What are you talking <laughs> about? Owen Hart is being very brave, fighting here with that knee injury. I'm a brave man. <laughs> I'm a brave, brave man. So fellow phone gets isolated and they keep doing that thing where they like they go over to the face, the face goes to come in and everybody's like, No, you can't come in here, you're not legal. So at least they the yield to two on one beat down the, the other face. You you uh,
1: notice how referees never did that to the heels? Because referees are fucking idiots. Yeah, I mean, that referee, you know, watching the chicanery going on in that six-man match. Ah, uh, referees. What are they like? Not throwing that thing that followed Mark Merrill back to the backstage area so the match would be fair.
0: Anyway. Oh, I, I get annoyed. It's a cool roll through spotlight like and they do the crossfire and then the person yeah. all through and the pen that's a cool lot of Yeah,
1: see I thought honestly like the, the, the chemistry between these two teams
0: Oh it was, insane, was sure. really great. Which is also why it's so perplexing. They had this thing where it came down to these two teams at the Survivor <laughs> Series in ninety six, mm. and the very next month at the next in your house, oh Defell of the that they they won against the Tagging Giant Survivor Series match. Do they get a tag to a shot? No. Who does? Fake Razor and fake Diesel. No, what the fuck? And do you know what
1: the weirdest fucking thing about is about, because I have that tape, right, mm-hmm. where fake Razor and Diesel have the title match. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing about the tape, mm. I don't know if it's the same on the network, but when it's showing you footage uh-huh. from earlier in the day, uh-huh. fake Diesel, his hair is about
0: this length. But but with the chest area.
1: Yeah, but 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 length of my hair pretty yeah. much maybe even a little longer. When it comes to time of show, his hair is about less length. See, did he did he did he do the show earlier in the day
0: and then go to the barber? You need something to fill your days. Go for a pint or something. Or cut your cut hair I have a sneaking suspicion. Maybe it wasn't really the same day. <gasps> they lied oh. to us.
1: They told nasty
0: fibs. But honestly, this is the first point I think in their heel tag team title reign, that Owen, Owen and Bulldog actually feel like heels against a proper face team because they give it. A, they had two matches on pay per view against the Smoking Guns, where they were kind of booked the match, and them being one of them being isolated, so they were faces there. And then similar thing against against Razor and Diesel. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Owen and Bulldog, the most face heel tag champs yeah, totally. I've ever seen. So this is the first time they can properly be heels on pay per view against another yeah. tag team.
1: Well, it was hard. I know I know Vince wanted to make Owen a heel all the time, but, you know, what? the people loved him.
0: I think it was building, like, onto a proper breakup, which <laughs> didn't come after WrestleMania, I think, but, like, because then yeah. after this, you'll have the match for the first ever European challenge, which Bulldog wins over Yeah, on. yeah. Didn't they have two matches? They would go have a second match, but then Brett would break that up and yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. please, come, we your family, and then that would lead to the Art Foundation being informed. what are you doing? <laughs> he's your... He's your Paul, man, what are you doing? May, as well <coughs> May as well come in and said, "What?" Mayville come in and saying, "Why can't we be friends?" Aye. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I like this little spot here where Davey, De- uh, De- De- leave on me, shut that off. Phil goes for the Phil Lafon goes for the spot package. Bulldog comes in the rest of that. The thing where he turns old over so he holds on top, and so the Murphy's Bulldog with the kick him out. Doug fairness comes in and sorts it back again <laughs> yeah and so Owen doesn't can't see who's moving them so he kicks out and then goes on a blog. Bulldog and like why the hell did you move did you move me like why would you put him on top like yeah. I didn't fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> and they're arguing and then there's a bit where Owen accidentally spin kicks uh, uh, Davey anyway. yeah. and then Doug finally gets a tag, a tag in. he gets a sunset flip at one point between uh, and then I like, the point literally made me go even though I knew the result of this match made me think oh fuck hell what's happening here. where uh, they're they're arguing and then brother goes oh fuck this and hits a clothesline on owen mm. like what, david what are you doing man and then doug i think it was doug doug's off the top for a splash and then brother like i hate him I also want to be tag champs and so breaks the pin up uh. but then after that when owen's been beaten up two-on-one he just sits on the apron like i'm fucking done with you No, i'm not helping i can't, I can't be deal with your sight i'm not helping you Fuck you deal with yourself and you're the you're the slammy winner. Go going yeah. go on, fix it. Go on, you wee dick. So yeah, then Owen suddenly, again, I've about them feeling like heels, but then Owen's back to being the baby face because he's taking two-on-one moves here and keeps kicking out and feeling all value and shit. Yeah. There's a really cool sequence here. I've never seen before and I liked it. Yeah. Doug Furnace, super, no, Phil Lafond has a super kick, which sends Owen back into a close into to the back of the head by Doug, which then leans him forward into a DDT from LaFon, yeah. and then a leg drop from Furnace. Yeah. Like, such a cool combination. I can't I, believe I've never the, seen it before. The
1: thing is, such a cool combination didn't win the match.
0: That was the best kind of finish. If you were going to have them lose and win, because you heard we're kind of so-so on first of all. Yeah. we're at this point, they were kind of hyped like, oh, fuck, we might see a title change here. Cool. And they would have popped. If that led to the finish, they would have popped. Yeah,
1: yeah. we would have popped like, fuck. Oh, Even yeah. Even if we'd only held them, like, say, for an evening or something. Aye. It, if we'd have got the Zack Ryder treatment, Aye. which I thought was kind of gay myself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's one of the few times, like because I was never as big a Cardona fan as, as you. I mean, a lovely guy. Aye. Like, I think that's where I am. I absolutely fucking... You like, see the way you are with Zack Ryder? That's the way I am with Matt Cardona. <laughs> you know? I like Matt Cardona. Always ready. Mm-hmm. Always ready. Always ready.
0: I don't, think
1: I don't think it's as funky as that. <laughs> well,
0: my, uh, I'm my, my remix. Buckle. Come on, it'll be tomorrow by the time we finish this review. Oh, you are blaming me now? I like am blaming you. You who loves Jane and all that shit. But she was so awesome. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <out. laughs> anyway, eventually Owen takes And yeah. D.B. gets back to the match, and he's going, and he's got one of them up. I think it's Doug. He gets him up for a, for a body slam. And then Owen comes in, and Phil of the wretched say to go, huh, and hits him with the slammy award as Bulldog hits it. The so boy goes for the pen. The referee's already like, no, no, DQ. The the challengers win, but don't win the belts. So Owen's all high, like, yeah, 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 we still got the belts. Yeah. And it was like, Bulldog's just running, like, did you hit him? with the, You hit him with your, with your slammy. <laughs> and he ducks to the final, like, did he hit him? Did he do it on purpose? Like, oh no, I didn't realize the ref was looking like, no, you did it on purpose. Fucking hell! And then Look,
1: he takes his. Didn't you slam- let me win the match? Normal, you had to go hit him with a fucking thing.
0: Bloody hell, on fucking fuck you and your slammy! And he slams it down, and the fucking slammy breaks, and no one's all just No, my slammy! Look, no, I do not want you to hit him with your bloody slammy. I'm trying to win a match here. Oh. <laughs> oh well, you shut off about you too. pit blow men slammy I was. <laughs> I'm in here knocking me panning. oh trying uh-huh. to win match, trying try to win bloody with pinning, you're hitting him with bloody slamming. But he even gets some fucking Clarence Mason, he's fucking going to throttle Clarence Mason at one point as well. That would have been funny. Should have like, given him a running bulldog. You're like, oh, you got like, oh, my Grammy moon used to say. That <laughs> <laughs> would have done him good if he had Daphne as his manager. <laughs> he's going to win, though. He's going to win this match. Look these bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to the English people listening to this.
1: We we are not doing this in any way to to cry or mock your fine language or your fine people. We are just being idiots and <laughs> Scottish drank four cans of cider. But so
0: of so you, you fucking.
1: I've drank three. Uh, you have outdrank me for once.
0: Well, fuck you. Fine, I'm taking my can back. Hey, you no, know, yeah. I'm, I'm having that. Have you? You can have that. I love you. I'll end you. right to his I'm
1: calling the police.
2: Oh,
0: so, use your drink, nerd fish. So all this shit happens, by the way, in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. A lot happens in 10 and a half minutes. Yeah. Again, best thing on the show before the main event. Eventually, Owen. Why do you say, why I say one point bullock throws the fucking tag belt down? Like, I'm fucking done with this shit. But then eventually they him me pick it back up and they move on for now. No, you're like fine. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, we diddy. And then Undertaker cuts a promo. How does it last as long as his entrance? No, but it's not his best promo. I don't think. It's like I am rediscovering my edge. I haven't quite found all of it, but but I have it soon. And tonight, that spells disaster for my opponents. And they will all rest in peace. All.
1: I'm a bit as interested in this promo as you are in listening to it, but I'll pure take them on, so I will rest in peace. I
0: have a teardrop <clears throat> tattoo, doesn't it make me seem like so gothic energy?
1: Wait until you see my entrance, it's pure awesome, so it is. You'll be able to go make the tea
2: <laughs>
1: before the match starts, and maybe even eat your tea before I take my jacket off. Aye. Wow.
0: But from, from that on to the recap of the Royal Rumble, which they replay, I'm sure a dozen times already on this show, and <laughs> probably more on Raw. Well,
1: as Asley did tend to do back when, mm-hmm. you know, like, they,
0: they would show you it twice during a match. We would show you it twice before and after. One, one thing they don't show you though is Brett eliminating Diesel right before, because technically the final four, is, as I said before when we did the Rumble review, yeah. it's technically fake Diesel, Brett, Vader, and Taker. But like, are we fucked building a pay per view while well, one of the four marquee names is fake fucking Diesel? Because by this point, they've given up on the fake diesel and razor Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, to be quite honest
1: with you, I still, like, I still believe that had there not been Kevin Nash beforehand, mm-hmm. I think Glenn Jacobs would have made a pretty decent diesel, because I'll tell you something, at that point, mm-hmm. he was a hell of a lot more jacked than Kevin Nash was. Yeah. He, looked, he looked like a diesel truck, you know what I mean? He looked like a diesel engine.
0: So everybody has their their entrances, outcomes. I believe Vader first, then Austin Daker. After about forty minutes of yeah,
1: his I entrance, I, I was able to go make the tea. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, to use an, an only excuse, uh, only an excuse, kind of joke here. <laughs> like, and now the Undertaker's men at his entrance, and this is the time when everybody goes to make the
0: tea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all that that old phrase of save, save, save. I'm Aye. sure you could do all three, not at the same time, but all three in, in succession, in succession and the time it takes Undertaker to do the thing. Shower and
1: shave, yes, but not the other one. I think
0: that would be quite disgusting and wrong. Depends how big of a drain you've got. No, it's totally <laughs> disgusting and wrong. I know, but that's why, that's why I originally said don't do all three. <laughs> so there you and then we cut back to Brett's having his interview, and, and basically I can just sum up his final line, like, may the best man win, and that's going to be me. And... But you're not the best. Then he goes to walk out, and I don't know if you noticed know this, I'm probably the only loser who for spotted this, but he comes out, right, he goes to the curtain, and has to do an immediate sidestep, because he notices if he keeps walking the straight path he was going, there was a bit of the stage and he would have walked right into. <laughs> he had to do a quick sidestep, and out the shitty entrance. I hadn't spotted it, myself, no. It was just like the speed in which he just moved sideways, It made me think about it. But... This match pretty much quickly turns into a brawl, I think it's this kind of match you talk about the, and we've discussed it briefly, the idea of the kind of subtle turn of new gen into attitude and I Uh, think this is really a
1: a sight. Especially considering the state Vader ends up in, Mm. I would definitely say so because had that been even just a couple of months previously, Vince would have lost his goddamn shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh no! No, you have a nosebleed, I must find you Because you have a nosebleed on television
0: But like, Brett was able to get away with it He's talked about many times, like I think in the Piper match uh, Mania, And then the one at in your house season beatings Where it made it look like an accident I think they would do that again at Mania 13 with Austin Yeah And so I think, I don't know if Vader actually bled But if he did, he could hide it But the fact that certainly after, shortly before he bleeds He gets sent into the steps So there's always the incident Like, oh, I, I fell horribly, I hurt my eye And everything, because you could believe, even though the sets are probably not mm. as heavy as they claim to be, if you run head first well, into them. If you remember
1: rightly, uh, Vader started gushing Aye. just after that spot when the Undertaker booted the chair in his face. Mm. You know, and I think that might have been legit because it looked a pretty stiff kick. Yeah, because he had he had it raised to face level, so obviously he was supposed to take
0: the sh- take the hit. But the way The Undertaker kicked it, it was like boof. I think if it, if it I think it might be a little bit, but if it wasn't, then I think Vince didn't care about it because the amount of times they go kind of gets right up in Vader's oh, no, face, go no. like my God, look at that, look at this face, like, look, look at the blood, the crimson, <laughs> look at the this match is taken, and then I do love at one point he just t- fucking takes the mask off because at one point his face is so red you can't tell where the blood ends and his mask know. begins, like I it do looks like his eyes affected at
1: one point, you know. Like obviously, it's affected from like a blood in his eye, but that's probably why he took the mask off.
0: But well, like it was coagulating around the bloody mask. It's still funny to call it a mask because a mask is sometimes meant to hide your identity. But you take it off and like it's very similar to when he had on. Like my oh God, it was Leon. It was Leon all along, all along. <laughs> but yeah, like like I said, it's it quite a brawl, which is I think, a template for what most Attitude Era main events, especially will Welcome take the format of because like there are spots, particularly like when Vader and that are, and are setting up for the spot which leads to Vader bleeding like there's stuff going on with with uh, Brett and Austin in the background and you can see it occasionally when they show yeah, a long yeah. shot of it but literally I did not take a fucking note of what it was doing on I mean, because things are happening so fast I <laughs> know and the no. most interesting bits are outside the ring well that's the thing about this match particularly
1: it's like it's the first match and like you say it's mm-hmm. like that weird crossover point between new gen and Attitude it's at that so it's at the early part of that, you know what I mean. Uh, but as you say, the match itself is a bomb, burner, uh. to use a to use a gr term, <laughs> I believe. But you know, like you say, like Brett and Brett and uh, Stone Cold are doing uh. their thing. But you're mainly focused uh. for a large part
0: in the early part of the match on Undertaker and Vader because they are beating the piss of each other. And I know it was kind of thrown together, like the the setup of Vader being a a, a client of Paul Bear How the the match with. Taker at the Rumble, which I'm still shocked that he won I remember talking about it in our review that I was shocked yeah, that he yeah. won and then trying to build it for this so it's kind of, you've got two rivalries in this war with Taker, Vader, Austin and uh, Brett, because yeah. like literally there's a bit where they're all staring at each other at first and then Taker says so like, ah oh, fuck this thing goes right mm. goes right after Vader and I'm like shocked that Vince suddenly got in his head about doing the Sid match with Taker and then especially putting the belt on because like do you not maybe want to finally have Taker get his, his win back or even like he did the
1: did he ever get that win back?
0: He did. Did like? Cause like I mentioned that he got that match against Mp because Ahmed was mega, and then he got injured. Oh, yeah. But like, it's weird. He gets the thing with with Mankind the first pay per view after Mania. It's like the re- it's a called Revenge of the Tiger, finally yeah, yeah. putting the finality to the the feud that they've been having through '96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally getting the come up, Like Paul Bear doesn't run away the same, He gets his come in this one. And then they go right to Stone Cold, I'm assuming because after the Delta mm. of Mania, Austin's waving in the starting to win momentum Vince is to capitalise on it. Yeah, bit. yeah, but you think the fact that Vader goes from beating Taker in January and being kind of for a formidable going into Formid, like, a main event basically. Going into this to try and repurchase the damage the Sean feud did to him mm. to um, um he's throwing hey, man kind of thrown together to fight the tag champs at Mania, yeah. and then the only time he gets a tear view title shot against Undertaker to of that feud. It's just because the the other guy couldn't do it. Yeah, like I say, I think that's I think the Sean feud.
1: And it, Sean is, and let's be honest, Sean is a hundred percent to blame for this. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. what was is, is name? Leon. Leon White. Leon White, right? Leon White. Vader. Mm-hmm. He was a consummate professional mm-hmm. He might have looked stiff But he, he never Oh he definitely He definitely
0: hit stiff You can even de- tell When he's fighting with Austin He's fucking laying nah, some he, shots in He lays in. in some hard
1: shots But you know what He would never intentionally Go out to hurt somebody And yeah. Sean At that time period Was a complete ball bag. Mm-hmm. You know And It's just a shame That the belt wasn't On somebody else
2: mm-hmm.
1: At the time Like if it have been on Brett
2: mm-hmm.
1: As much as it Urks me to say it Even if Vader Had lost that feud mm-hmm. He would have come out of it a lot better if he'd have been fighting Brett when he did Sean.
0: Yeah, you never really got to see a, a Brett-Vader feud really manifest no. any anyway. That would have been a good thing well, to that actually have been, see. That would have been a great feud because, yeah. I mean, you had Brett who was, like, Mr. Technical yeah. and Vader who was technical, high-flying and heavy, I th- you th- know? I think you could get a lot of, like, even though it's not the best three matches there on that show, like, the match that, Va- that Brett has with uh, Bam Bam at Kingdre 93, yeah. something of that style, like, Brett rarely ever had to fight. A Bigger guy, even though well, he was always considered a quote unquote small guy for that period.
1: Even like, for example, being right, Brett's early feud with Yokozuna mm, over the mm. title, I, I had you, you know, lifted Yoko out, lift Yoko,
0: but lifted yeah, your fucking, fucking big crane for move, that.
1: Move Yoko out of that spot, put Vader in that mm. spot, that's money. Yeah. You know, and I mean WCW
0: big van raider with a fucking helmet and shit. I talk about he's like stiff style. I think it's because like before this he'd had success in Japan and then he would have success after this run in Japan. So I think just like coming up in Japan, they like that kind of style, especially New Japan where he was working. Yeah, he won a few titles in Japan. I think he mean? would become the IWGP champion, he might have been the first guy to hold it, and then he would actually go to All Japan. Was that. Did he win the, that title after his dub run or before? Before, because he was in and out of WCW. I think he got. He's not a right IOG eh, champion. Then when he does, he got to be WCW world champion. Mm. That was meant to win the WTLs we talked about before. Didn't get to. Then when he left, he actually went to All Japan, became the All Japan Triple Crown champion, which is their main belt there. So, so regardless of how he was treated in the WWF
1: and regardless of how much Shawn Michaels completely <laughs> fucked his main event run, run he still was a legit man, and he went and won a good few titles, regardless of the WWF.
0: Yeah, he may have been like a bit of a dick in his later years, because there are stories of like him being hostile to like indie promoters and mm. shit like that. But like Jim Cornette talked about back then, he was basically the definition of the gentle giant. Like as big as he was, he could very easily up- upset Leon. Like well, not as an upset and piss him off, but like upset and yeah, make him cry. Like yeah. Sean did.
1: Sean did. Sean like threatened to ruin his career and everything, and made him legit upset. Like you say. Well the man that Shawn Michaels is now uh. is a stark difference to the man he was then. Mm. I mean on camera, great looking, great performer, great, you know, personality, but behind the curtain a horrible horrible drugged up, twisted, you know push everybody up the way to make uh. myself look better kind of guy. Oh, even even Michaels himself has stated that.
0: So like the first big like point is also the stuff with the chair. Like, I think at one point he swings he goes to swing it. Take your ducks. Then you think he does ca kind of get him the guy, they go yeah. they probably hit him in the face, they just boots in yeah. his face. He and lies it, it there for a second. I think
1: the reason it fucks up so much, like ends up so bloody low <laughs> is because the chair was literally like at his nose and mm. the undertaker just went boof Aye. And <laughs> caught him and I think it was the side of the chair that caught Aye. him just like under her lovely eye.
0: And then does the step spot and then they like I said, really mm. catch it like again. You can't tell where his actual face, but where his bleeding like ends and his like mask starts. And can't tell where the blood begins and the face ends. But then he has a thing where they kind of swap roles. And, like, now, like the opposite of like, oh, somebody in a multi man match goes to the outside, two people wrestle, and someone comes back and they swap round. It seemed to be the opposite. Of, like two people brawl on the outside, the other guy like, stay in the ring, and then they swap around. <laughs> yeah. like then it's uh, Austin and Vader on the outside. Yeah. And there's a spot where Vader goes to get, he gets Irish ripped by Austin and. I echo the thoughts sorts of wrestling bios on this one in that it looks like he was meant to go in the sets again but suddenly they decided nope because he does tap the sets and just run into the poor timekeeper. <laughs> but he's running for quite a bit before he gets there. Mm. It's like you ever play one of those WWE wrestling when, you ever play one of the wrestling games where you're having a backstage brawl, yeah, you whip someone, but there's nothing for them immediately to run into. So, so, they he just to go, so they just keep they just keep running and running yeah. until they just stop. You know,
1: just a little quick option yeah. here. In regards to WWF games, I don't know if you noticed the thing I posted on Facebook today. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an interesting little side note. It said the WWF scratch logo was introduced in whatever month it was in '97, but the first time it was ever seen Mm -hmm. was in the Nintendo Sega Genesis Mm. Raw game. And if you look at the, you know, like on that game, at the like the sort of match up pictures mm-hmm. before the match, right? And it would show you the back of like the King and mm-hmm. Vince's head or something, and little monitors. Yeah. On one of the little monitors, little scratch logo, well, In ninety four.
0: And there you and go. There you go. So then they, they, they start brawling. This poor this poor keeper himself. Probably if I can don't bleed I may fade out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same team I think, marks his first... I can't imagine, but that's the same team he was credited for throwing all those pinpoint beer cans yeah. at, at some gold over these. The wee, the wee cashier, man. Yeah. Vader gets the steps dropped on him at one point by us. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts back to everyone sitting in just big moves on each other. it was like, Tigger just randomly gets a pile dryer just out of nowhere from right, It's so yeah, it a very well-put-together clusterfuck of a match. Yeah, but actually it's one of those very few where you say something's a work, but in a good way because yeah. even Brett gets in in the brawl and like, he goes up to the barricade with Fader and has a little spot within there. Yeah. Fader tries to put a sharpshooter in and God bless him, he tries. He tries. And it takes him multiple times because he's only realizes he's not got as much space to manoeuvre as he would like. No, nah, because
1: he's, he's kind of stuck, like in front of him, he's kind of too close to the steps and he's <laughs> too, too close to
0: the ring apron as well so, so he can't he quite tur- turn them. He's trying to find a way to turn them over and literally as soon as he gets them in and like when I mean, you see the rock sharpsher as Jesus, Vader, you an A for effort, but an execution, no. Yeah, uh, I think if he'd have had more room to move, he yeah. might have done better, but the
1: thing is, at times, even though I know he's not about his, Vader, he's like six foot. Wow, over goodness. six he's right? he
0: got over six foot.
1: But see, sometimes in certain camera angles, yeah. especially when he's trying to do something like that, it looks like his legs are wheeling him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, think <laughs> you know? I think because there's so much emphasis on the mid and how heavy he is, you don't really <laughs> notice how tall he actually is. <laughs> Especially when he's next to the fucking Undertaker for most ah, of this. True,
1: true, because he's like, he's like,
0: so, uh, like, Undertaker's like nose and forehead. Yeah. <laughs> there's, Austin ends up weirdly saving Brett. I think maybe it's a case of nobody beats Brett but me in that kind of case. It, he's my bitch. I'm going <laughs> to beat him up like a bitch. <laughs> Vader goes for the insult, salt, but he misses it, unfortunately, for him. Yeah. And then something we forget. They mentioned this, like it's an elimination, so no DQs or greenouts. You, you can eliminate somebody by pinfall submission or you can throw them over the top Yeah, which are yeah, yeah. Rumble. It's weird, like all the eliminations in this match are <laughs> over the top I would have thought it's one pinfall or like Brett would eliminate someone with a sharpshooter or something like that. That'd be the worst Royal Rumble in the world if it was only four people in it. It'd be weird, yeah. I mean, weirdly enough. Who's,
1: who's going to get that fabled number four? <laughs>
0: He must be the first man these people were wrestling for a full five minutes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh.
0: <laughs> I mean although it's kind of ahead of the time in one way in that the idea of elimination pinfall and submission counting because there are many companies that have done the whole idea of a version of the rumble but with pinfalls and that added like and it's extent like TNA would do it with Gauntlets and that it was elimination until the final two. Well, what was, was that really dumb one that TNA did when it was on... Was it Russo's
1: idea to come up with that backwards Royal move? Reverse, reverse
0: battle that Russo's idea. Uh,
1: of course it do you fucking know, was. Do you know that surprises me not one little bit? I swear <laughs> to God, that's another little side note, but the more I hear that shit that that guy writes or the shit that that guy says, oh, God, he really just needs to shut up. He's such a butthole. I know you know bro
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know he's such a butthole bro
0: yeah i don't even know he, he's involved at this point i think he's taken that point where he's moving from magazine writer to ball bag oh yeah well he's a ball bag who writes a magazine to a ball bag who has a role in writing the program but like because allegedly vince liked the raw magazine and the raw reality basically they had like a waf magazine which is more cavey even than a raw magazine which was kind of one of the first publications, especially by a wrestling committee, like, go behind the scenes. Yeah. And then Vince looked at the, apparently looked at the Raw magazine, called the meeting you know, through the Raw magazine, then, like, this, this is what we need to be, like, this, we need to do this, we need to deal with he's saying. But then, he gave him a bit too much carte blanche, but then, just enough to rein him in. And then, he went to WCW, and there was zero carte blanche over there, and that's why WCW is no longer here. Yeah. Anyway, but, but anyway, there's the trouble, because there's... Then they have to do the classic bit. You would do in a rumble, like, "Oh, he's gonna go over!" Oh, mm-hmm. you no, know? no, he's not. He's grabbing, he's hugging onto the bottom rope for dear life. <laughs> but Taker and Austin keep trying to eliminate each other. But then I, I had to rewind because I blink I think I almost missed it there, <laughs> where Brett just out of nowhere, like legit. As much as that's been, we've been also singing these praises. If you, you had, if you said you, you'll get a million dollars if you guessed who's the first man eliminated, instantly would have said Vader. But it was Brett. No, it was Austin. Oh yeah, it was Austin. Yeah. It was Austin. Oh yeah, because Bobag won it, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Well, he just ran the clothes lines man man like oh, uh, alright then.
1: Yeah, Austin just got popped out. I remember that now because he popped out right on his arse, he was <laughs> like sick. I wonder You think you think back like
0: was that another accident like when he was a ringmaster? I was gonna say there was a point where he has to <laughs> where, you, where you see the way he scrambles on the holder open and take a tries to throw him thing like you already think he's he's got, he's got the last the previous year rumble in the back of his yeah, head. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: He, he slipped on April or yeah, something, he made, fell be, out. He was apparently meant to be in the final four mm. of the ninety six rumble. So then he gets on, but he keeps like coming back and you ever think Brett in the back of his mind is like that bit in, in Hot Fuzz. Pack it in, Steve, you silly <laughs> bastard! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a bit where Andrega rolls under the bottom rope and everything and Paul Bear attacks him there. And you know that because the commentator's shout, even though the camera is just a few inches away from it being visible, goes, Oh god, did you see that? Paul Bear just hit him with right the air and like, oh well, no, I didn't see it <laughs> because like, he didn't show me it. <laughs> and then you got Paul Bear just like,
1: Hmm. Yeah, shows uh, you. I shows you. Hit you in my arm.
0: <laughs> Fuck you. Brett hits a suplex devader off of the, the top rope. Austin, like I said, comes back to roll with him. Vader goes for a bear bomb, but Taker just hoofs him in the balls with a low <laughs> blow, which leads to him to hoof him. Just hoofs him right in the boss. Well, he did just... Right <laughs> in the cost of Well I like the terminology, just hoofs him, him. One right in the boss. Aye. And it comes down to Taker. I like that Taker and Brett get a little bit of a bang for forth. Brett tries to sneak up on Taker, but Taker just grabs him. Slows him down with a choke slam. Again, Austin gets involved. Taker has to get Austin out of it. He's only turns around Brett clothesline to Taker. Brett wins at that point his fourth WWF Championship. Yeah. Which it's, good. it's a good thing mm. <laughs> that he has that match for next night. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah. There is a solid, a solid sizable pot for Brett. Uh, there won't be a much match award in one uh, in Chicago, but 24 minutes, 6 seconds this match went. That's no, looks pretty cool. So Brett wins. Taker is looking absolutely pissed off. Just annoyed. Yes, mainly because also Austin distracted him. Yeah. Because that, which ironically, someone coming back in cost him and Taker a rumble. would actually we repeat in two thousand three because uh, it was like the final four was Taker, Batista, Kane, and Brock Lesnar. Uh Taker, I think, I think it's Taker and Kane that eliminate Batista. Kane then turns uh, until your turns on Kane eliminates him. He just tries to come back in with a chair and Deer throws him back out. What? hoofs him out to yeah. use that phrase again. Hoofed. Aye. But anyway, Tigger looks annoyed about that. Right. And then there's been points in the baby where like, where grs says don't go anywhere we'll be right back and like, this is a pay per view. If, if you buy the show, you surely you don't go anywhere. But yeah. they said, don't go anywhere we're back with better heart, better heart, celebrating some of the, the sparkly Pyro. They're the boom, 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 boom. And drop. And because it's only the Pyro they can afford in this shitty looking yeah, setup they've
1: yeah, got. Really. You know, I tried to be nice, but it really is a shitty setup. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I was going to say, almost a shitty venue. The venue's not to blame. It's the way they've set up. Oh yeah,
1: it's the way they've set up. Because they've done the thing, right? The thing I noticed also with the setup. Mm hmm i'm so used to, like to the idea of like the way it's the way the, mm-hmm. it's laid out you know yeah. what i mean Like, you've got your your ring in the center and your your walkway your ramp is central to the to the to mm-hmm. the apron you know what i mean you walk straight down to the ring mm-hmm. now this one was angled off mm-hmm. right and that was a lot like earlier
2: mm-hmm.
1: like golden era pay-per-views yeah. where they would have the ring center and the walkway would be very long and angled off, and that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like watching, like say for example, Ultimate Warrior use all the energy he had running to the fucking ring. Yeah, and then the last of it in the rope, and then he, you know, <laughs> he he would wrestle, <laughs> or should I say, not no wrestle. But anyway, anyway, lot set up the layout in that was a lot like that mm. but you know if it was done very cheaply mm. you know and the ring itself I thought the ring looked a little small
0: so, so then they cut away and I'm like oh it's an advert for Wrestlemania 13 and I'm like no it's an advert for the Wrestlemania 12 VHS <laughs> I right. okay Hey, there is nothing wrong with an advert for a VHS I'm saying have an advert for VHS and everything but don't cut away from your world, your newly crowned world champion celebrating after the match that you've built up for, uh, basically at the expense of everything else on your pay-per-view. But you see, that just shows just how much they didn't care that Britain won anything. So they've advertised that, they cut back. Also, it's one of the few in your history we've had where we don't have either Doc Hendricks or Todd Payne or anybody else have a segment backstage and show like, here, here's some shit, buy it. Look, there's a massive thing with an ugly picture of The Undertaker or Shawn Michaels on it. Like, just plaster on this shitty-looking T-shirt. Yeah. Buy it for $20 plus however much in postage. Yeah.
1: Or you get the one like you used to get more so during the, the sort of... You know, like, when you used to get the backstage where you get the superstars kind of looking like they were doing something on yeah. the America Online? Or the
0: superstar line. Maybe they mentioned Superstarland, but they don't show it with a big... Like, people have joked about it, like, the big telephone they'd use in the 60s Batman show, like, hello. Yeah.
1: Like that one we that wee backstage when we seen Shawn Michaels on America Online going, like one finger pointing at the computer, <laughs> like there's confusion. There's confusion. There's buttons mm. and the screen. What yeah. is this newfangled technology?
0: Well, then they come back and then Sid comes out and they just stare at each other. Mm. And we sit up the night, night the raw night, night. If I could briefly talk about the raw. Yes, the next let's night. do. it. Let's do. It's fun. So, they do a weird <laughs> thing on this Raw with they structure it around this title match where they actually open, they might open the next night's Raw with this match. Yeah. But Austin comes out and tries to get it, Brett. And then Tigger so Tries to end the Brawl, so Austin goes after him as well, and, and KFE injures uh, Sid's leg mm. to to the point where <laughs> there's a bit where it's caught on camera of uh, a KFE coming out of Sid and Sid generally. It hurt my damn leg, asshole. <laughs> and then Sid has a backstage interview where they say, oh, we're having the match later on. And Sid goes, quite uh, harsh foreshadowing saying, it'll take more than a broken leg to stop my destiny. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, let's not talk about that.
0: But then they may have it later on in the middle of
1: show and then <laughs> Brett. May I just, yeah. one more segue uh-huh. before we stop. Not horror injury that Sid got mm-hmm. did that for all intents and purposes
0: finish his career? Pretty much yeah. Or what I mean, did he come I mean, back from it? I mean he had that match with T-Slayer and the up to Raw 1000 but it wasn't much of a match he made make no, appearances just... but like he had to it took two, two or three years before he could walk without the existence of like a cane or whatever Yeah so it, for all intents and purposes finished his Yeah his career Because like like all the way on the leg and then there's like two main bows in the leg yeah. yeah. Both, and both of them broke, and, rods, didn't right, they? and both of them broke at the same time which is why you had the awkward angle that you had so. yeah yeah
2: Ugh, Yeah. let's said about that so than anyway there.
0: Brett's walking to the ring right, then all of a sudden he gets into a thing with with Sid backstage as a problem and then they come back from break where well, Monsoon's being interviewed and I think this was a shot at uh, WCW because the week before they'd, I, they'd advertised at the start of the show that Hogan would put his tail on Langen's paper, but then ended up being a swerve because the NWO beat him up or So it was, yeah. it was actually no match. So a better says, "You know, we here at the WWF we like to deliver on our advertised promises <laughs> of the of championship matches. So tonight our main event will be Psycho said getting his championship match against Brett the Hitman Hart. It's a horrible girl monster impression. I I grant you so I wasn't putting my my all it's into o- it. It's
1: okay, Scott. No one can do monster impression. Nah. no one.
0: <laughs> but uh. So then we have at, they actually get the last 50 minutes overall, which is a lot of time for this period. Yeah. And, of course, Austin has to get involved. Yes. <laughs> to the point where, literally, R- Riffey's not looking... R- Riffey's so blue he's looking at Seda, he's in the sharp show. Austin kick him in. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was crats. hardly boom. I've seen the yeah. spot. I've
1: mm-hmm. seen it a few times on YouTube. I've, I've got to say, that's got to be one of the weakest chair shots I've ever seen Steve Austin deliver. Yeah. He walks up and kind of... He walks up all Steve Austin he taps Brett on the head with the chair,
0: to which Brett goes,
1: Oh no, I've fallen.
0: <laughs> then Sid gets hit the move, picks him up. Jack Nett, I was going to say Jack Nett, not him, that's uh, a yeah, uh, mess. a big powerbomb. He's a powerbomb. Sid wins, and quite interestingly enough, the very first man to win the WAF title on an episode of Raw. First ever WFT will change on episode of Raw. Well, that is some information I did not know. Well, there you know. I feel good for knowing that. Now. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Yeah, it's weird that I get the idea of what like your main belt you save, you save that for pay per view and everything. let celebrate my new knowledge with a sip of cider. That's that. But so yeah, that is a new guy. Also, they randomly say this is how they this is built to their main. What will end up being the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, and that, sit- this this was said second. Yes second world title run and second WrestleMania main event yeah but uh, so they they basically say offhand off on coming to Undertaker is angry and as he was the final man eliminated and then does feel like he was wrong due to Austin's attraction Rilla 1 soon has made Undertaker the number one contender <laughs> so the winner of this match between Bretton said will face Undertaker at uh, WrestleMania for the world championship <laughs> so that's how Undertaker gets his title shot yeah and I've watched the said Taker match not great not, on the Mania 13 one no, yeah it's not great and like but I look at the idea of like I, I liked Sid's part of
1: when Brett was out being a wee bitch about everything he's like when I deal with this big idiot then I'll come and deal with you
0: so but I look at it without Sean there are so many combinations looking at the Final Four and Sid that you could have had yeah yeah you got to you know get to your Sid but you could have had Brett Sid as the actual Mania match rather is on Raw yeah, you could have had Austin said randomly. Vader said would have been weird. Would I have been mean, pretty good, though. Yeah, pretty good. Because you could have put the belt on Brett and seven sets the feuds. I'm assuming they ramped up the stuff between the hostility between Austin and Brett because they suddenly realized like, oh well, Sean's not going to be at Mania. We might as well go back and finish off this feud with Austin that we're having. Even though when you watch everything in continuation, other than a couple of segments, the thing like. You could have easily had me thinking that you were actually going to have the... You were always playing this match at May between Brett and Austin, but they clearly weren't. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you just... Even though cause that's the main match people talk about for May 13, why didn't you just have Austin Brett for the title? Are you saying... And if I'm... No, no, wait. I believe
1: I'm getting that wrong. Was Ahmed Johnston on May of 13 with the, the LOD? He was
0: fighting with the LOD against...
1: Uh, six man? Yeah, against the yeah, nation of Domination. Don't... Don't don't you don't you think people always talk about that fabulous fabulous six man Ahmed Johnson LOD match against the nation? No. No, they don't.
0: No, they don't. They put that on right after Brett versus Austin as well, by the way. <laughs> There's no way that was gonna get anything. Uh yeah, Ahmed Johnson trying to hang somebody in that match as well, quite literally, he grabs the rope and around thro- the neck and throws them over the top rope.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, that was around about the time that they we were starting to notice him getting dubby.
0: Also, the Brett Austin match at WrestleMania, the submission match, the third ever five star match for the WWF up until that point. Mm-hmm. The other two were Sean Razor, Mania 10, and Brett Owen, SummerSlam 94 no, in the cage. Not
1: surprising. No, no, no. Not surprising. I would have even have put a fourth one in there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Personal five star match. Sure. Piper, Brett at Mania 8. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a fantastic match. Of course. Just very sad outcome, but you know, because you know, Brett won.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I, never,
1: I never liked it when he won.
0: Also, talking about the LD, they would actually return the following week because they went back to the Manhattan Centre two weeks later. He was also a bit of a crossover with ECW. The Gerald Lawler challenged him as the anti ECW guy, but it was kind of part of an agreement to promote the upcoming barely legal pay per view that yeah. ECW was doing. That was when I mean, the WWF was getting ECW, we bombed, we helped. Yeah, it started with bloody the Eliminators hitting their total image move on a poor stage and <laughs> You had that, you had the LOD come, make the return in a match, which apparently, Jake Roberts was trying out as a as an agent at that show, And the tag match, he was Headbangers V, I'll say the godwins, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. He was the agent for it, and they found out, oh yeah, neither of you guys are winning because we're going to do a no eating the LOD beat both of them up to cement their back and everything because we want people to remember how cool they were, and they were all kicked off about it and everything, which basically pretty much helped cost them an agent position in the WWE. decided to have an opinion. I don't know what happened. No. I've read about it, I don't know the full images of why he was annoyed. But yeah, that you have an angle where Zabu cleans up, they get the big, three, the big metal roll logos back for yeah. this. And he lines up in one of the letters. The letter starts shiggling a bit, and he almost falls as he's jumping on people. So he just gets everyone has to get crumpled down as if he fell on them. <laughs> but, you know, somebody watched the movie, huh? God, who would have thought? Who would have
1: thunk it? Hmm. Yeah. How many times did he break his own neck? Twice. Twice, at least. Well, technically, one of them one has fall. was not that? Uh, Benoit yeah. or Taz dropping. Him oh, on Benoit, his head. Had,
0: uh, and then the other one was Taz. You had him like a, a overhead two place. He may go into a table, which is always. Obviously yeah, and he everything. just went sort of straight down. Mm. And banged his head. Uh, so, anyway, in a couple of the way, we talked about it, and that was done to Mania Thirteen. Well, I think people know what happened to Mania Thirteen, but that is in your house. Final Four. A, Although, ver-
1: a very reasonable pay per view for the time period, I would say. Yeah. I, never, I mean, a lot of it, and I'm sorry to cut in a lot of it, like barring the main event match was a little lacking I thought Uh uh-huh. a, a, well, a great deal lacking actually, I mean, the initial match for example, the we with Cassidy Merrill Cassidy match <sighs> Merrill just disappoints me most of the time because, it, like, he does not wrestle quite the way he was billed at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and I take nothing away from him, right? I mean, I know, like, he came into the WWF and I had to change up his whole thing because, yeah. like, they couldn't get rights to that gimmick they wanted. But, and, you know, to his credit, he'd he done what he could with the gimmick. He went and got a... He got, he got an IC title reign for as long as it takes you to make a cup of tea. <laughs> you know? Thank Christ that happened. You know? At least he won something. But... I mean, his performance in that match was just piss poor. To be quite honest with you, Leif Cassidy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: brilliant as always. You can, you can never fault Al. Al mm-hmm. was great in ring. Anytime I thought, I liked Al. Uh, What's wrong with Al? What's your issue? No, i think seen
0: ah, uh, Al. Ah, uh, Al Leif. <laughs> Al Leaf Cassidy Snow. <laughs> also, one but point, he, Avatar, he Shinobi, all sorts of gimmicks. Yeah,
1: but he was a great wrestler. Having to carry Mark Merrill through that first match and then being beat by a Samoan Fodun. Not a mm. Samoan drop, it was just a, oh look, uh, I've, oh no, I have fallen. Mm. And I watched that match and I thought to myself, really? They're going to like that? They're going to have him lose to basically nothing after he controlled 90% of the match? Uh.
0: Okay, then, you know. So, well, like, I think other than Owen and Davey versus Vernon and LaFont, with the exception of the DQ finish, I think. That was the best match All the main event? Other than the main event, this was the best yeah, match. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree.
1: Yeah, so. But at that I'm, point, you really couldn't fault Davy
0: Davey or Owen or Vernon and LaFont. Legit, The first two matches, like the first match, like Superstars main event, the other two, easily could have main evented Raw, and then the other two felt more like pay per view matches. Yeah, yeah. That was how I felt about these about this card.
1: Yeah, it got better as it went on.
0: Legit, like, and again, like it's weird how much they sped through it as well, because I think they had a feeling about some of the quality of Ender because like I said, the hour in 43 minutes was this show. I haven't looked, I'll say, I haven't looked back on it for editing purposes, but I'm reasonably confident I can say by the time it comes out we'll have been talking for as long as this pay-per-view air tour. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm reasonably confident about that Reasonably confident Reasonably I don't think it's worth even saying Like a match to people to watch from this show Because we just said Mobile times there really isn't much Other than yeah. those two examples But Paul If you had to thumbwise Where would you be on this show On Final Four No I mean if you're, if you're talking If you're asking
1: What rating I would give it As a show mm-hmm. I'd probably give You know the middle, mm-hmm. middle, into, I'd actually say middle into down for a show, mm. but for the strength to the main event match, yeah. I would say middle into up. So I'm mm. kind of,
0: I'm going to be more firmly in the middle, purely for like I said, those two matches. But other than that, it's difficult. In case of like, you can see the what they want to do yeah you can see the idea they had it just didn't seem to but come like, off well but like the remnants of like the previous era and Vince's like hesitation to go full the throttle full, with full it full throttle uh, is clearly showing here yeah and uh Paul I'm not looking forward to the next in your graph whenever as we do that because I've actually watched Revenge of the Taker for a previous podcast <laughs> with, for SSR it's it's not good
1: no no it's not good it's not good what, what? remind me again because I think I've only watched that twice and it was a while ago what delights are in that one we yeah.
0: have uh, from best of my recollection the Taker match also man Mankind for the title which doesn't mean event even though Taker's name in the title yeah uh, that is the better match on the show but like compared to everything else it's it's not, not. We have the debut of the hunky Up man. finally has a protege which he's been looking for. Uh, Rockabilly? Rockabilly, who, yeah. who fights uh, the roadie, Jesse James. No, know, he fights his future tag partner. Uh, we have Rocky Maivia vs Savio Vega. We're yeah. going to have LOD versus... Is that Good Savio or Nation Savio? Nation Savio. Ah, uh, Bad we, Savio. We have... Uh, <laughs> you make him sound like a disappointment right now. Bad Savio. <laughs> bad Savio.
1: Get away from the nation. Get away. Those bad boys are making a bad influence on you. What did that tell you
0: about hanging around that bloody crush? Yeah. He leads you astray. Oh, That bloody Farouk, he's a bad sort him. <laughs> but you also have the LOD versus Owen and Davey. Yeah. And I think we have another, the forgotten third match on pay-per-view between Brett and Austin. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Was it good? Some of that on paper you think would be better than it actually will be. Yeah. And the main event for this was... No, that was the main event. That main event, did they do an angle which caused that to be the main event, even though it's called Revenge of the Taker. So, the the pay-per-view is the taker's namesake, is a pay-per-view he doesn't even
1: pay-per-view on. Well, main event on. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like, like it's
0: time pay per view without Vader. Without Vader, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. they'll put him in the main event of his title change, but the fact they didn't feature him at all. <laughs> that was weird. But like, the
1: only reason I think they managed to just about get away with that is that it's time mm-hmm. can be, it can be a, and sort of easily used for other things. But still, in the wrestling sense at that time point, you knew it was a
0: bit Vader. It can be argued that this is probably the worst reign now of these four WWE title reigns and three world heavyweight title reigns that The Undertaker ever really has because he really does, he does fade into the background because the big folks is Austin rising up, the heart foundation form Sean then comes back. Mm. So Taker fourthly fortunately, has become, joins a long lineage of world champions who didn't really, weren't even the main focus of the shows that they were world champion of. Yeah. I mean, although he only had two,
1: I think to be quite honest, Sid's title reigns are mere, mere,
0: have more interest than some Takers. Oh yeah, I think mean, if Sid goes away, he comes back at King the, before King of the Ring, wrestling King of the Ring, is meant to be involved in King Sam Peter even I think there was a, an idea for him to fight, maybe fight Ken Shamrock at mm. SummerSlam. But then he buggers off again, instead stunned with the WFAF. Yeah, he had to play softball, didn't he? Yeah. And then we won't see him again. I think he b- makes a brief appearance in ECW b- to be up the Dudley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll return to to, e- to WCW. I think he'll run most famous for Puffy's leg-breaking and that promo that you're only half the man that I am and I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> Wait, can we go again? It's live. Uh, it's live, it's you dick. Well, yeah. Well, that was in your house final four. Yeah, I was there. That was alright. A great main event.
1: I'll. I'll I event. i cannot fault the main event. It was fantastic. Like, I'll, that's the best way I can put it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I was watching mm-hmm. the pay per view as a whole, I wasn't really watching it. Yeah. But when the main event happened, yeah, I was watching it. Well, of course. <laughs> you know. You're not. <laughs> so no. When, when the Undertaker was making his way to the ring, I don't be sleep.
0: <laughs> just tell you And what then you woke up for me. first, right? Right, or first, aye, ready for the main event.
2: <laughs>
1: aye, aye. You can never we'll just taking this jacket off.
0: <laughs> so that is us for now. I don't know when we'll do Revenge of the Taker. Legit, I've kept I've, I've kept my notes from that ESSR pod. I'm going to watch it back and then add anything important. I don't think I will, I will add anything in the end. But, you know. Aye. We'll see. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, we are gonna pick up see an upswing as later in 97 in terms of quality of in your houses, but yeah, yeah, you have to get one or th- through one or two more slightly forgettable ones to get there.
1: I mean, I know, I know, like, and I, I suppose I kind of agree with you like a lot. Those in your houses had questionable match setups and whatnot. You no, know, Scotts just hit his funny bone. Yes, just yes, did. Is was that a bastard? Yes, it was. Yeah, I bet. I've done that myself before. Mm-hmm. It's a cunt. He had. You should have seen him, people. He was doing his best. He was doing that silent swearing thing. That thing with the face says "fuck," <laughs> but the words do not come.
0: Mm. I know that's poor poetic, <laughs> right? It said "fuck," but his eyes said, weave my lips." Ha ha! Ha ha! <laughs> anyway what were you saying I don't know
1: I, I got caught when you went and made your joke it made me laugh and forget what I was thinking
2: so
0: you said, do, how they have questionable main event these early yeah years. like these in your houses I know like
1: a lot of people think they have questionable sort of match set up main events yeah. blah 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 or run time or whatever kind of thing but me personally I, I still mm. like enjoy them for the like, nostalgia of them you know mm. what I mean like I could stick like one of my 140 plus tapes that i have
2: uh-huh.
1: i can stick one of them in mm-hmm. and even though it's a crappy show mm-hmm. i can still enjoy it because i can go ah that old crap man i mind him you know I'm like oh where's where's savio down the dirty again no oh, where's crush Oh, there's Farouk getting annoyed with the two of them and kicking them out, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, look, there's D- where's Brown in a wee bow tie and a suit getting pummeled through a fucking tums- <laughs> a table by Ahmed Johnston?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was Dilo, wasn't it, like, Power Slam or Pearl River through a table? I don't, th- I
0: don't think it was D'Lo, maybe a random other guy, but, mm-hmm. you know, D'Lo was there amongst it. Uh, yeah. Is D'Lo not a bloody, like, a, a throne bearer for King Mabel and all? Yeah, but I know Jeff Hardy and Rhino appeared as throne bearers for... I think Jeff Hardy appeared at the the In Your House 5 one, and you can see his poor little face. Like, little skinny Jeff Hardy. Trying
1: to lift that big hefty Mm -hmm. Yeah, Big, big... uh, Nelson Frazier. What was his name, wasn't it? Uh, R.I.P. Big Nelson. Mm. Because I'll tell you something, a lot of people criticise Big Viscera. See, when he first debuted... His ministry viscera, I thought he was cool <laughs> as fuck because he was this big psychotic looking fucking thing looking like he was wearing a big bin bag with his, with his white mohawk and his white eyes. Mm-hmm. And see, when, they went, when he first joined the ministry, they pushed him pretty good. He looked like a legit, oh my god, this cunt's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. If no, by what the fucking powers of we are telling him today, just by his own wrestling ability. Aye. He <laughs> might settle on me, <laughs> and, but look, that's the sad thing about it. Well, we get that ministry viscera, mm-hmm. and then years later we get the world's largest love machine viscera.
0: I mean, Lord love machine. Wear fucking Big Daddy V, anybody? Do. Is that his last
1: incarnation right. when he had the big big man boobies? Weirdly, he got hit when he's saved. He's on the
0: side. Let's not cover him up.
1: Aye, let's let's make him wear a fucking sing a fucking strappy singlet like the Big Show did. Mm. And have him come out daily. Still looked, he still looked like a legit guy. Well, even when he was big, he mm. still looked like he would take a fucking skull
0: off. Nah, yeah, probably by sitting on it. Mm. But, but anyway, that just ask the undertaker. But we've veered off from in your house ages ago. So, we'll wrap it up there and let everybody know that you can find our path in your gap reviews up until this point uh, at and scroll and podcast are a podcast feed all good android pocket sites anchor spotify itunes google podcast pod wherever you choose to find your podcast also on the rogue opinions feed well you can't find all of them there but the ones we've done since we joined rogue Pains <laughs> and all the other podcasts we do are on there the Roger Rich is not doing really mean paul also do it's also on rogue opinions it's yeah, specifically over it's there it's goes over there you can follow us on twitter at spr You keep up with what we're doing and rogue underscore opinions for rogue Pains. follow me at scotland86 if you Feel like you want you want to do that before Twitter implodes because people are annoyed about Elon Musk and all that I shit. I don't see why they're annoyed about him. I think he's doing good things. I don't even. I don't even. I'm not even on Twitter enough to know why people are annoyed. learn. I, I think it's the fact that you can also yeah anybody can play for a blue check mark. Is all, part of the
1: reason. All the little lefty wokies are all crying because we can't we can't hide and make up bullshit on the platform anymore. It's not a safe haven anymore. That's why everyone's upset.
0: Anyway. Well, anyway, I was making a joke about Elon because everyone else did, so I just made a joke. Anyway, don't want to get into a discussion about why people are talking about Elon. But, on Twitter, also Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Rampocus Facebook. Yes, Facebook, because Facebook's never done anything wrong. <laughs> Zuckerberg! <laughs> uh, I don't know, Facebook's not been the biggest... Platform, but people have been taking the piss out of Facebook for a while but maybe Facebook will become the platform to go back to And when Twitter fucks up
1: I like Facebook I I'm know Facebook. I'm just
0: saying but with, with the fact that we see other platforms getting more and more people going on there and doing more activity there that not many people do that on Facebook as they used to It's my point
1: people would probably choke on their laughter and scorn with what I'm about to say but I, <laughs> I I trust Facebook more than any of the other ones because I find that like See, for someone who is not a massive social media type, Facebook is just right. You know? Facebook does. Mm. Like, if you're not an opinionated little shit or someone with something really important to say, Mm -hmm. Facebook does you. If you just want to post some pictures and talk a little bit, Facebook's fine. Yeah. And if you're like me and you have too much to drink and someone... Comments on something that you don't like, and you will you will spend twenty minutes <laughs> battering them down verbally,
2: hmm.
1: like I also did a little while ago, and I won that one.
0: But yeah, so social media, it's a shit place at the best of times, but one of the good things you can find on there is they're us on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, Europeans, we I don't think has a Facebook. But you can find them on Twitter and also on Instagram, but also going to score opinions. So there you go. So thank you for everybody for joining us here, nobody really on this show I don't think deserves their theme song played, so for Shits and Gills because he randomly appeared and then disappeared, let's play the Honky Tonk Man theme song to play a thing. Hell out.
1: yeah man, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. Well we'll see you guys next time, I think it's maybe the last thing you hear in 2022, unless it's already 2023, in which case Happy New Year, and if it's not 2023 yet, Happy New Year when it comes. Have, so-
2: have
1: happy holidays, a good Christmas. Hope you all get lovely presents, mm-hmm. and I hope you in turn give your peeps lovely presents too. Yes. Get, so, ha- be merry, have a nice drink if you partake, mm-hmm. eat your
0: fill, get tubby, and vegetate on the couch on Boxing Day. So, do you feel people from distant future from Scott and Paul, we were on the past recording it. <laughs>
1: Scott and Paul, we wipe on the past.
0: <laughs> we'll see. You. Thank you for listening. I'll we'll see you next time when we have our reunion episode. Bye bye.
2: Bye.
1: My hair's sweeping back, I'm coming to your town in my being like catalog. I'm just a honky tongue man. I'm just a honky tongue man. I'm just a honky tongue man. I'm cool, I'm cocky, I'm bad. I pick a mean guitar, I wear a blue suede shoes. You ought to hear me to sing the snakes can booze. I'm just a honky tongue man.
2: I'm just a honky tongue man. I'm just a honky tongue man.